With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's your ex relationship corner. <laughs> this is insane, you guys. Yo, this is sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it. Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, I won best costume. Jose Guzman. Yeah, I know nothing about Firestorm, except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Boy, love, it appears we got a penis in the mail. <laughs> I just want to see all these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. (laughs) Oh, sorry, I knocked over the salt. Like you had anything better to do. What's up, everybody? Not gonna lie. Wasn't sure I was in the mood for this shit. I'm very tired. I'm very sore. It's been a long week. But I'm fucking into it. I'm pumped. It is t- Tuesday, June. I'm going to say it's probably what? Like the fucking third? Third, fourth, fourth. January 42nd. Yes. <laughs> this is episode number 471 of the Panels on Pages podcast. I am your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez. And joining me tonight, we got Mr. Jason Nyes. Come on, Slavinsky. Jose Guzman. Guess who's got one mic and is doing the podcast naked? Aw, <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, conspicuous by his absence is uh, our good buddy Kelly Harris. Your boy is in Japan, just knee deep in it right now. So he's uh, he's unavailable to join us. But who is available to join us is uh, co-founder of the Panels on Pages podcast, uh, one Mr. Jason Kerouac. Is this what it felt like for everybody that uh, Hulk snapped back to reality? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> it's been about five years. Yeah, it's been a little bit. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Holy shit, that's nuts, man. That's Is that fucking true? I guess it is. Yeah, because it was yeah, uh, just about right around after me and Mary got married. Damn, that's fucking nuts. That's crazy. I'm getting old, yeah. you guys. Getting old and going by Think about those poor bastards, though. They get snapped back five years. What the fuck? What's going on in the world? Oh yeah, oh yeah. We've we've had discussions about this. One instance in particular is, say you had a a family, a wife and kids, and you've spent five years as a bachelor now, and you're just depressed and just jerking off constantly, and then all of a sudden, poof, your family's back, and you're just in mid rope fling. <laughs> <laughs> right my favorite on. is the uh, the yakuza and you know cartel guys who come back to life. Like, Wait, who the fuck killed all our friends? Yeah. Or oh. the, the other one I've seen is what if you were on a plane? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's the one that I like. I was I thought about the family and the relationship, but then the on the plane hit me with like, I mean, I guess part of the wish, quote unquote. 
can be, and they're all safe. Right. <laughs> I'm like, well, how about the guy who, yeah, he, he, his, he lost his family in the snap, but then, like, he remarried and had a couple more kids. Yeah. Yep. And then the original family comes back and it's like, fuck. Screen, screen Junkies did a really good roundtable discussion about the sociological and mental effects of the snap and the resnap. And it was really interesting if you have time to watch it. And uh, mm. Stark wanted to keep his fucking kid. <laughs> that was selfish. <laughs> well, I mean, I just even take it super simple. Just you. When you're gone for five years, they're going to replace you at work, assuming work right. is even still a thing. Right. So you, you, know, have a, just... you have a bunch of refugees now, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. The one instance in particular they talked about is, what if you're a chick who's in a, an abusive relationship and, oh, no. and your abusive husband gets snapped and, and you, you're sad about the snap, but you're also kind of stoked that you're out of the situation. <laughs> and then here he comes. He's back, All baby. Pissed off. <laughs> you took it. Daryl. This is your fault, woman? <laughs> Five years of not being able to hit anybody in just sort of limbo. It's fucked up. So, you know. What if you were, like, in the bathroom? <laughs> Do you come back, like, and finish? Or is that just done? Yeah, come back, just mid-loaf pinch. Yeah. What uh, if... No, this is, this is going to get real dark. Okay, gonna... cool. I'm into it. All right. If, if a pregnant woman... Ooh. This can go either way. Can she be snapped and the fetus wasn't? Well, now you're getting into some fucking semantics. <laughs> what are we, fucking Alabama all of a yeah, sudden? Yeah. Well, yeah, but now that creates the new wave of villains, just a bunch of pissed off fetuses who <laughs> have to keep going. And then vice versa. What if what if the fetus gets snapped and then suddenly you're just you're at home dealing with it being five years later making some Eggo waffles and suddenly there's just a fetus. Like a baby had both of its parents snapped. That baby died, not because of the snap. Right. Yeah, like yeah. A baby can't take care of itself. There's... Oh, so they come back five years later and their baby's just gone in the crib. There's so yeah. many lives that probably ended not because of the snap, but in result of the snap. Because, you know, right. you know a bunch of dudes holding up a fucking giant steel beam, half of them get <laughs> snapped. The other half are going to get crushed. Yeah. Fucking Johnny let go of his side again. <laughs> oh shit, Johnny's gone. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, fucking, Johnny. The deleted scene is just the Hulk looking at all the unintended consequences going, I'm so sorry, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. I consider this a total win. Yeah, I think it's still a win. You know, like, let's. Well, what about the people that were like in the hospital and you're in your oh, hospital yeah. bed, right? Five years later, your hospital bed ain't open no more. Mm mm. Or what about the people who rented out your apartment? Sure. And then they come home from from work. Oh no! Here you guys are just eating cereal at the table because <laughs> you think it's still yours. No, you're about to die. Like you're gonna die anyway. And then you happen to get snapped. <laughs> then you get snapped back. You have like thirty seconds to live, and you just die all over again. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> You All would... these like mid surgery patients just <laughs> pop back up. Everything's still open. Yeah. 
you but now, now the, the hospital that they were at has turned into a Wendy's. <laughs> but now some guy just popped up on the fryer. Well, you bring, you bring up a good point because you would assume there's not a whole lot of construction going on post-snap. But then no, they, show the whole, they show the whole uh, memorial in San Francisco. So there's some construction going on. So what if you get snapped back and you just end up inside of a wall like a bad nightcrawler? Bam. You're right. I could do this shit all night. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Outstanding. Outstanding. What if you were in mid-banging, right? And then you come back in and you haven't noticed because your eyes were closed when you got snapped. <laughs> so you think it's just been a long five-hour <laughs> orgasm. <laughs> and all of a sudden you're banging a horse. <laughs> Whoops. Your dick's stuck in the mattress. Your apartment complex turned into an old folks home, so now here you are, bingo night. You just popped up on stage in mid-hump. Nobody in front of you anymore, and you're just going. Oh, that's outstanding. Love it. Uh, we got a, a real fun uh, top six to get to later tonight. I think big ups to, I think Zero suggested this one. It's going to yes. be a good time. It's going to be fun. But before we get into that, what's happening next week? I had a pretty chill week. Not a whole lot to talk about. This should be pretty quick. Uh, my lovely wife uh, did her annual um, Relay for Life fundraiser over the weekend. Oh, nice. I did not realize this. that was this past weekend. Big ups to everyone who donated. She cleared personally her biggest uh, donation drive. She was the, sing- the highest single person fundraiser, uh, excluding like teams and stuff. Uh, for the county for the year and they had overall their most successful uh, event they've had in i think they said five or six years so awesome big, big deal big deal i will take a lot of responsibility for that so you're welcome you should you should good <laughs> did totally they should. figure out their helium situation uh yeah uh a uh, napa auto parts in town donated a tank oh to them. shit that's cool because i yeah. i i did realize there was a helium shortage in or yeah tell that to the graduation parties that they don't let bring balloons in they don't let you bring balloons into graduations anymore so like when we were going to the lady's niece's uh graduation there was just this sad little guardrail with like 95 (laughs) balloons looking like a snap memorial (laughs) (laughs) car here before we had the snap, we had helium. Now we don't. The one thing Tony Stark forgot, bring back helium. <laughs> He's a genius, not a party clown, Jose. Give him some fucking slack. Uh, see, I'm, uh, I'm back on that uh, DDP yoga train after a while, and man, my whole fucking body hurts. It is. It's a good time. I missed it. I realized, oh, yeah, this does make me feel good, but oof, it's also made me feel and bad. Just feel that sweat dripping off your nose. I'm, I, I'm aware of my, like, spine and shit for the first time in years. Like, because the jiu-jitsu mm-hmm. is hard on the body. So it's, it's a good to alternate. Uh, I'm having a good time doing jiu-jitsu at night and then doing the yoga and the jiu-jitsu and the yoga. Like, I feel like it really helps to kind of Maintain me a little bit after going there and just fucking wrecking dudes. I wrecked dudes today, you guys. It was not even fair. Like it was. It wasn't even. It wasn't all right. I felt bad when it was over. Not really. How great. many dudes did you choke with their jackets? Uh, I didn't choke anybody with their jacket, but I did uh, choke a guy with the arch of my foot. So that was kind of fun. Gross. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
yeah, there's definitely an added element of, oh, this is kind of nasty. Andy can't breathe. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. And that's 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 that's, that's a good move. For so, me. are you using both feet, like a like a foot gibber, or just one arch? You fucking gibbering people? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was what you call a high mount. So my, uh, so you essentially stepped on my this life. dude's neck. Huh? You essentially stepped on this dude's neck. No, it was like my, my butt was on his chest. And I was able to maneuver my right leg so that the uh, right outside like arch of my foot was under his chin up into the side. And then my right hand came down under his head and like lifted up and I just squeezed the two together and took him out with my foot. It was great. Oh, my God. You're I so sick. It. <laughs> it was... Uh, fucking great and uh, not the first time i've done that he knew it was coming couldn't stop it it was really sad for oh, him yeah. he knew he was in a bad way when you ended up sitting on his chest yeah it's not a good spot <laughs> that's not an optimum place for basically any human being to be <laughs> he's like yes this was my plan all along i got him right where i want him please <laughs> open him up like a beach chair just pulling his legs out and just getting all comfy yeah, it's fucking great you did it's fun you guys it's fucking great uh I don't know what else. Um, I read today that going into effect as of July 1st, uh, Tennessee is no longer going to allow weddings to be performed by internet ordained ministers. Oh, oh what? Which I'm saying is horseshit. Time to take your business out the state, bro. Well, it's just a bunch of fucking crusty old white dudes getting scared because gay people are getting married and not going through the church to do it. Yep. It's like, fuck out of my face. That's trash. 80% of everything that happens in America is because of crusty old white dudes. Yeah, it's... Can't it's have them church numbers going down. Gotta make that money. It's fucked up. Not I'll be surprised if that shit stands, because, like... I don't know. That seems like a like a real civil liberties kind of thing. Like, who the fuck? Like, it's a, you know, it's a church. Fucking, it's a ministry. What the fuck, man? Yeah, and also, you can get married just at the at the courthouse like exactly like it's not like it's not oh uh, yeah but i bet you tennessee like that's an extra that's probably extra money they're counting on that's probably like their vacation fund well i mean you still have to pay all the fees wedding. for the license and all that so yeah they still get all that shit only yeah. difference is like you know you have to go through somebody who has a i'm gonna say statistically significant more chance to little a child to get married right if you go the other way, I'm just saying. Like, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Not not speaking on you, but you're talking about guys on the internet who got ordained. I feel like it's a clean break. Fifty split, <laughs> even odd. Let's say. I do love all these <laughs> religious figures getting dragged on Twitter, talking about how if you're if you're a good Christian or a good Catholic, you shouldn't be celebrating you know pride month and then everybody's just like hey how about this how about you don't diddle small children bye <laughs> yeah, how about you uh, clean your own goddamn house you fucking weirdos yeah j-pop uh brings up a good point in the chat uh you need to get in touch with kane and see if if you can get this shit overturned lee fucking get the big red monster on the case right but he's also like i'm pretty sure he's liberta libertarian so well, then he'd be even more on the fucking Maybe, ball. yeah, yeah, yeah. Less right. government overreach. Yeah, which... Yeah, he's all about the flames. <laughs> yeah, straight up. It's fucked up. 
Uh, and then uh, last I'm thing I'll talk about real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, downloaded uh, Cuphead on the Switch. Yes. Having you know seen and heard about it for a while, I think it was an Xbox or maybe just a the one where the guy has a Cuphead. Yeah, yeah, that's when he has a cup for head. Yeah, that's the one. Nice, nice, nice. And boy, that game is a hate crime. It uh, it it delivered on everything I expected it to be. I expected it to be breathtakingly gorgeous and ball searingly difficult. It is both of those things. Like it is a super hard platformer, but um, all the graphics are like hand drawn, uh, animated characters, like a like a Fleischer cartoon. So I mean, it yeah. it looked outstanding, but shit, is it hard? Like it is. I watched a guy in a GameStop drop a Cuphead uh, coffee mug box, heard it break, picked it up, did that whole, anyone see me? And then was going to hide it back on the shelf. <laughs> did the full Ace Ventura. <laughs> that whole, oh, and then, you know, look at the box again like, hmm, no, maybe not this one. Put it up, walked away slowly. This is definitely not going to work. For unrelated reasons, <laughs> it's, not, it's fine. Put this right behind them other three boxes. Yeah, see, yeah, this is all a coincidence. A real coinky dink. Yeah, that's all I got. What's going on, nice? Oh shit! Uh, so today uh, we released my uh, Detective Pikachu and Godzilla King of the Monsters trailer yeah, mashup. Fucking rules! So I want to thank everybody for sharing that and liking it and everything. Uh, Man, it was it was fucking fun to put together. It was a lot of work. A lot it put a lot of strain on the computer with uh, all the rotoscoping and and shit like that. But man, when I superimposed that Snorlax <laughs> and like it looked like there was glowing fire kind of passing through the fur on the edge of his arms, I was like, oh my god, this is. This is stupid how good this is. <laughs> so big big ups to everybody for, for liking that and sharing it and Look, retweeting it. Goddamn artist, you said. Yes, yourself. yeah. <laughs> Mary came in at one point and I'm showing her something. She goes, Man, your job's so much more fun than mine. <laughs> uh really lit up uh, more than anything, lit it up on, on Twitter and it is still going. Thank you, Indonesia, for uh <laughs> Some someone from Indonesia with like twenty five thousand followers retweeted it, and it's been oh, going wow. strong all day. So thanks for that. And then the only other thing I really got to talk about. Only talk he about, knew it was done by WWE. <laughs> <laughs> the only other thing I, I really need to talk about, since uh, you know that took up a better part of my weekend, is that John Moxley interview on Talk Is Jericho. And since then, he's done another one with Wade Keller of Pro Wrestling Torch. And man, I fucking love listening to that guy just drag WWE, specifically Vince. But I like it that he's not. It, it's not. It is, it's not overly shitty. Like that's not a guy who's just yeah bitter. Like like CM Punk. <laughs> yeah, that guy was fucking mad. <laughs> like, and not even just when he shouldn't have been mad, but still. Yeah, but he talks about how, you know, some mornings he just didn't want to get out of bed. He was rehabbing his injury and thinking about how they ways that they could bring him back and he kept thinking, Oh, they're not gonna go for that. They're not gonna go for that. They're gonna fuck this up somehow. So he just kind of put his head down, went through his whole contract, and then got the fuck out of there. 
And like you said, like he didn't have an intention on going to All Elite Wrestling or anywhere specifically. He just wanted out. He would have been wrestling no matter what, even if All Elite didn't exist. It's uh, really cool, especially if you're a creative type who has been stonewalled by people with no fucking vision. Uh, it really speaks speaks to that. So if you're, you're a fan of wrestling, uh, WWE or otherwise, and you know of Dean Ambrose slash John Moxley, I would track that down because it's a it's a good listen. Give you a bo- friend of Indonesia gives you a behind the scenes of how things kind of work in WWE, and uh, Moxley points the blame solely on Vince McMahon and pleads with him just just go away for a month, just just stop. Like the whole your whole creative process is trash. Fix it. <laughs> <laughs> So it's an exciting time. They certainly haven't answered with their product at all. That's for sure. You would have thought that that first Raw c- coming right out of the gate after Double or Nothing that they would and have fucking been. hit the ground running and nope. really kind of pull out the stops. Nope. No, it's, it's more of the same bullshit. They still he probably got- looks at them like, you know, I conquered WCW. Fuck these guys. This isn't going to stick. They're not going to hang around. Yeah, but they're also, their ratings have been struggling big time for the past couple months so at this point you're almost better off mentioning them and essentially going to war with them on your program because that'll get people to tune in and what are they going to do in response let me see that that sounds yeah i want to yeah you've got uh their their uh tnt is it tnt they're going to be on the all all elite wrestling they're going to be on tnt so you've got Four months. Ted Turner said, "I'm back." <laughs> well, Ted, Ted, Ted Turner I'm is no back. longer involved, but <laughs> but WWE has four months to kind of get a running start before their TV starts. Oh, they're not gonna. They're not going to. They're gonna have to be pushed into a corner to do anything. But they got to pr- promote their latest blood money show in Saudi Arabia so they don't got time for all elite wrestling. I am fucking astounded that they are going back to Saudi Arabia. The money is too good, man. That that oil money? That contract's that, probably what's keeping them afloat. Oh, it, well, that and their TV contract, you better believe it. Because, like, they don't give a... F- they, they pay the women... For that show, even though the women don't even come to Saudi Arabia. That's how much money they're making off these shows. They can just blow money like that. Uh, why aren't they going to those shows, Nice? Uh, because Saudi Arabia won't allow it. Oh, because they can't. <laughs> they can't right. wrestle, yes. Right. Yeah. In fact, that what was, I think it was the first show, the Greatest Royal Rumble, where they showed the the commercial with some of the women in it in the arena. Oh, Greatest Royal Rumble, they, my balls. They fucking lost their mind. They're, uh, J-Pop in the chat says that they're getting $40 million per show. Jesus For the Christ. Saudi shows for the next 10 years. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, that's a lot of money. Sure is. That's a lot of good shit. <laughs> Jesus God. Christ. So what you got going on, Jose? Fucking all sell in? Taking take naked poops in your house? Uh, <laughs> what an oddly framed picture that was. 
It was the best. I, I was I was framing it to where you got it, to where it almost looked like you might see it, you might not. Yeah, maybe if you tilted your camera, you might see it. <laughs> maybe. Well, we moved in a week ago, and this is the first time I get to see the place. So ah. been fun. Uh, because the, the beauty shows in town also picked the worst time to move from 15 <laughs> minutes away from the convention center to deal with this jungle that's I-4. You fucking slut. Oh, <laughs> my God. No names. <laughs> it took me two hours to get home last night. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Well, and before that, so. Why? On a Monday night? Oh, was yeah, it because okay. of all the uh, was it I rush hour lane closures? No, this was midnight. Oh, well, you got to stop taking I four, man. Well, too late. I was on it. Yeah, you you just got to stop doing that. Like Mary does not take I four to or from work, even though that's the shortest way. She takes. Yeah, but I thought by midnight roads. they'd have their shit straight. Yeah, well, that's not well, an unreasonable thing to think. Yeah, by that and point, the road should be clear. The guy I was taking home, who lives out by on this side of town. His exit was closed, so he had to go yep. 20 minutes out of the way forward to turn back around 20 minutes because you can't U-turn on I-4 because you might drive off a cliff because nobody <laughs> knows where the fuck I-4 is going. And then so we just rode it out and just kept driving until we found an exit. <laughs> Remember so it you... used to be a 15-minute ride took two hours, so that was cool. <laughs> Remember when we did that after the Michael Jackson experience? Totally missed my exit. <laughs> no. But yesterday I worked. I, I got in at 7, left the convention center. It was 7 a.m., left the convention center at 12.30 p.m., and then took two hours to get home. Oof. And then had to go back into work today to close that motherfucker down, so... Not a whole lot of sleep, not a whole lot of getting to see the place, but got a fucking bomb-ass sort of desk chair. Nice. Some of that percentage oh, off. Didn't oh, even have to build it. Display model. Shout out. <laughs> shout, shout out Office Depot display model. Shout out to display models. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but I mean, it, it's been cool. Me and the lady, we got the place. Uh, we in, came home to an eviction notice. What the fuck? That's what I said. <laughs> wow. I fucking just moved in. You guys are kicking this out? No, and Jose's I, luck? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I guess all the paperwork's still going through, so they haven't taken the payment yet. Or it, the payment has a process, so like I guess an automatic get the fuck out of here note was... That generated. sounds aggressive. For a technicality. So it was for you guys? It was for us because on their on the computer it shows we haven't paid rent for this month. So when I went down there, so you get a month and they're like, get the fuck out. We're supposed to be gone in three well start packing your shit in three days if you don't pay rent. That damn. Wow. So I took it down there and she she took the paper, she crumbled it up. She's like, Yeah, they shouldn't have sent this down there. I don't know what's going on. Just your your stuff's uh, processing. You're you're all good. I was thinking so, maybe it was the previous tenants that were already out of there, but were still in the eviction process. Well, if those previous tenants spell their name the same way as me, <laughs> that I, shit mean, was... I mean, you know, wouldn't be the first time. 
<laughs> so here I am, you know, lugging this desk chair up here, picked up a little desk, and then go to unlock the door, Amazon package, so that's cool. Eviction notice. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Didn't oh remember God. ordering this on Amazon Prime. <laughs> oh my hey, God. I'll take uh, two evictions, please. I like, I like that they use Amazon because they know it's going to get to you quick. Yeah. So fucking, I don't know. It's pretty cool. So I guess over the next, I'll get everything set up in about two weeks, which kind of sucks. Because I picked up some work and then I hit Vegas. Vegas, baby. Oh, Vegas. Vegas is coming. <laughs> remember when you hated Vegas? Yeah, but remember when I won back fucking two months worth rent? <laughs> yeah, I fucking love Vegas. Man, that sounds like a story that will not have a happy ending. I just can't. I can't do Vegas three weeks in a row. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. Is that what it comes down to? Yes. That's the takeaway. <laughs> Very much so. Starts to lose its they, luster. It's very doable in small doses. And shorter amounts of time to lose your money back. Right. Then you, gotta, then you gotta win it back. I just lost it. Now I had it. Now I'm up. Now I'm down. Now I'm even. Now I'm up. <laughs> now I'm throwing up in an Uber on my way to the airport. <laughs> Lying to him, telling him it's fucking motion sickness, which technically isn't a lie. I was drunk. I got into the car. He started to move. I got sick. <laughs> so it's, it's not hold a lie. On. Hold on. Hold on. You're in Vegas. You get sick in an Uber, and you feel the need to lie to the guy like he doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Well, you know, I'm trying to keep that five-star rating. I think it was less he was trying to lie to the guy and more he was putting the blame on the driver. <laughs> like, well, this is your was, fault, man. You, you know, started moving. Yeah. That and I was lying to myself. It was on my fault. <laughs> well, well that was another one where it was like, you know, because I'm on breakdown days, We I work the show. And then the show ends and then we break the show down. But we go until we're done. So when your flight's at 6 and you leave at 5, well, you want to be there at 5. Shout out TSA PreCheck. And then, okay. but you get done working at 12.30, like, duh, roulette table until your flight. <laughs> and then you just start pounding drinks and then. They still do the free drinks when you're gambling? Fuck yeah. Oh, that's cool. Damn. Damn indeed. And then you end up shit-faced and fucking <laughs> popping Dramamine and telling the taxi driver, pull over. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Motion sickness. Let's roll. <laughs> kind of flight to catch, homie. <laughs> Stop fucking around. What are you looking at? You never seen somebody with motion sickness before? Yeah. In Vegas? <laughs> This whole fucking rock is moving too goddamn fast. Uh, your desert's moving. Well, so it, it's it's been a it's been a pretty long week, big hours, long long shifts, sweating dicks off. And I don't know if you guys know this, before it's kind of hot. Yeah, yeah. I I, I heard a rumor. I won't really go outside right now. And the fact that it's a fucking convention center and. It's over, so they turn the air off immediately because oh, fuck you fuck who's paying for the fuck air conditioning. That. That's well, awful. They, it's Florida, though. 
they don't give a fuck who's paying the air bill. That's awesome. Like the, the show's over, you're not paying them no more. Done. Bye. It get, it gets a nice read. Yeah, but aren't you still paying to rent that space until you're out of there? Essentially. <sighs> I'm not sure it's air. in the contract that's like, okay, you only get the air on for this certain amount of time. That's still stupid. Yeah, it's pretty, but but luckily the last day of the show, the first couple hours are pretty cool because it still takes a while. It's not until they start opening all the all the doors in the back to get all the freight in that it really starts leaking the air out. But for the first couple oh, hours, yeah. it's still kind of comfy because the cool air hasn't leaked, and then it you just kind of feel it, just slowly, not be cool anymore. Stay hydrated, man fucking do it but i got to play with uh, uh my my show job this weekend was playing they had two cameras hanging from the truss Ooh, a nice. camera and then they had like a, a little remote and a switcher i was basically doing four people's jobs there's there was the one that I, the laptop that played the graphics that i had to switch to when they mentioned deals the laptop to play the in-between videos, which each one of those is a, a separate job. And then they had the like the camera director job where you're picking which camera to cut to and all that good jazz. And then I was running the two cameras. That's a fucking lot, man. It was kind of cool. I started getting it in the flow, and I was going. And then I would, I would hit the angle before... <laughs> they knew they needed it and have it up there. And then, like, just I... straight talking shit back there. Me and the audio guy just fucking laughing. They talk about something, I already have it up. <laughs> what, that ad, motherfucker? I don't know. You get loopy after a while. I started screaming at people. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, not screaming, like, you know, oh, man, you guys having a good time? And they had the, the tech area, like, stanchion. You know, with Black Drake, you, you you hide the help. You don't want people to see sure what's behind the curtain at Oz. Yeah, let's see how the how the sauce is made. So you'll just hear me like, "Woo!" I don't know we're real loud and like everyone looks, but you can't see where it comes from because we're behind the curtain. <laughs> pay pay no attention to the brown man behind the curtain. That was fun. Pay no attention. the The coolest thing was that you can set like preset angles and you hit the button and the camera will run to the preset and then you kind of fix the angle and then you cut to it. That's fucking cool. Until Whoa. you accidentally think you hit the camera two button, but you accidentally hit the preset button and then the live camera jumps to the preset. So now you're all over the place. But that happened to line up perfectly when a dude was moving and the preset angle went in, zoomed right into his crotch and as he walked out <laughs> <laughs> because it just worked out that way. So on, the, on the live screen is just this dude's dick following him like I'm like trying to. It's like, oh god damn it. Wiener. I don't know. That was my week. Lots of driving, no sleep, and dick shots. How's the toilet at the new place? So far so good. It's yeah. one of those like a what is it, a Jack and Jill bathroom they call it? Where, like, uh, like I know what the fuck it is. So, so it, the apartment is, is a two one, but the one bathroom 
is made to where it shares the master. So the master bedroom leads into it, but then there's a wall, you know, that divides the master from the place. And then on the other side of the wall in like the living area is a, the little hall that leads into the master. But then there's another door that leads into the bathroom. For your guests, so they don't have to traipse through your bedroom. Right. So I'm sharing the bathroom with the guests, but technically I still have the bedroom in the master and also a guest bedroom. So it's kind of cool. It's a cool little setup. We'll eventually get it all put together. My office overlooks the balcony goes to the office, so that's kind of cool. Overlook the tennis Balcony, my stars. Yeah. Fancy fucking schmancy. Sit out there on a nice, cool night with a fan and a mint julep. (laughs) i gotta watch some of my mints because now i'm on the fucking grid i gotta worry about neighbors i got people above me i got people on the side of me i got people with noses (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's not like you don't have vape pens yeah i can only do that so long i gotta like that's my road dog when i'm I'm home let me live how i want (laughs) let me put it in the air like snoop dog (laughs) says Florida hasn't legalized that shit yet. It's well, our, our, our med legal. game is strong right now. Like it's getting better. Uh, uh, Chicago just went rec legal. Not only does Chicago go rec legal, but they're also doing like gubernatorial po- gubernatorial pardons when people got locked up for like less than thirty grand. That's good. Nice. That's cool. Let them, like, I love when them goobers yeah. come in. They come through. <laughs> Every once in a while, a goober will do you a solid. It's fucking great. What's going on, you Kerouac? Oh, you know, new listeners, uh, tell yeah. them who the fuck Kerouac is. <laughs> yeah, catch us up on the last six years. Yeah, I uh, I bounced around a little bit work wise, not not too much, uh, but you know, the giraffe went under. Yeah, so. yeah, Kerouac's a fucking career retail man, which I cannot goddamn fathom. Yeah, people to want to do so. Fucking good on you. The world needs you. Yeah, presumably. So before they went under, you know, the, this other place reached out to me, and I got hired on a month or two before they shut the doors at, yeah, at Toys R Us. You got out while the getting was good. I did. I did. And this other place, man, boy howdy, sent me to Texas for two months for training. All expenses paid, uh, $50 a day uh, per diem for food. Uh, just, you know, what a, what a great experience this training program was for two months. And then, man, they shoved me in one of their shittiest locations. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's the only one. It's the one local here. But, you know, like, wow, what a fucking bait and switch. <laughs> and Check out I how have, cool Texas is. Now go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. I have never worked somewhere for a shorter span of time uh, than I did that place. That was, uh, I don't know, eight months maybe. Uh, oh, me well, and I got you beat. Yeah, it we was also. One day in a bowling <laughs> It was also <laughs> partly food service too, and that wasn't necessarily your game and that that's a completely other world that that was definitely a big so it's and it's not just not that i'd want to get into a a straight up restaurant but i feel like maybe i could handle 
that a little better than the crazy combination of We've got a bowling alley and an arcade. We've also got a bar and a restaurant. We've got the worst of both worlds. Uh, Adult Chuck E. Cheese. Pretty much. And, and our location, like, a couple blocks down from where my old Toys R Us was, it's, it's not the bad part of town by any means, but it's almost worse because it's, the line between the bad part of town and the good part of town, so you deal with both ends of the spectrum. You get Karen yelling at you because you won't accept her coupon, but you also get... Fucking Becky. Whomever else in there just straight up walking out on their tab because they don't want to pay for their fucking wings. You were going to say Laquisha, uh, weren't you? <laughs> I, I, I couldn't come up with a name. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't going to sound racist. God damn. God damn, Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so my old boss from Toys R Us throws out a, a, a lifeline to me and uh, wants to get me in there. They're guest nice, as surprised as you were. Uh, they're opening new Burlington stores. <laughs> So, the lady started. The lady started at Burlington. So they're gonna they're gonna open. Oh yeah, that's no, neat. No names. Did she like it? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 definitely it's definitely a different kind of retail than anything I'm experienced with. Uh, one, I haven't done apparel before really, and there was some at like Babies or Us, but two, it's off price retail, and it's such a weird business model because it's like, hey man. Do you have this shirt in another size? No. Oh, you, do you know when you're going to get more in? No. No. Literally. I probably no never. Yeah. It, yeah. It's next week we could get 100 of them or we may never have that back in stock. <laughs> yeah. Burlington is the Aldi of clothing stores. Yes. That is accurate. In fact, I bought a shirt that turned out to be botulism. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go there looking for something specific. Because you're not going to find it. Do you That's what I tell everybody. Burlington is the store that you walk into with no idea what you want to buy. You just, I'm going to browse. And you walk out, you spent 50 bucks. But you got like 20 things. Those Do racks, People keep though. asking you what happened to the coat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, how come you guys don't, you're not the coat factory anymore? Yeah. Yeah. They, they have dropped coat factory from literally like everything. Uh, and boy, does it confuse people when I say I work for Burlington and they're like, huh? Uh, you know, um, uh, uh, it used to be Coat Factory. Oh! The artist the formerly fucking, known as Coat Factory. The fucking Coat Factory! Why didn't you fucking say so? <laughs> you get down with the coats? Okay, come on fucking in. Fucking Jimmy Coat Factory over here. <laughs> but, Did they tell uh, you in training why they dropped the Coat Factory? Just, just diversifying, man. They don't want. They don't want to be pigeonholed. They don't want to be pigeonholed. They're like Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett didn't take the role of Batman because he didn't want to be pigeonholed as Batman. And boy, howdy, did he screw up? And Christian Bale got it. Yeah, now Josh Hartnett is pigeonholed as Josh Hartnett, unemployed actor. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Thirty days a night. Thirty days a night. Oh, I know. I'm saying that's who his pigeonhole is. His oh, pigeonhole right. is who the fuck is that? Gotcha. gotcha. Right. 
Right. Well, yeah, because all, well, all you got to do is make sure that on the movie set you yell at somebody for something else and they won't pigeonhole you as Batman. Now you're just a crazy guy who screams on set. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> oh, good for you. <laughs> that was the best. I'm so, the fucking Batman. I'll knock down your fucking lights. <laughs> so, uh, anyhow, I got hired for a new store that they're going to build. In the meantime, they put me in this other store that didn't have any management right now. It's a train wreck, but we're making it work. But uh, what's new with me is, as of today, I found out that the new store's opening got pushed back. And... Uh, Basically, for six months, they don't know what they're going to do with me. Oh. And one of the things that was thrown out was, uh, hey, if you're open to relocating, we need a manager down in St. Louis. Missouri? So, there is now the possibility that what I'm going to move fuck? to St. Louis. At Nelly's Coat Factory? <laughs> <laughs> Down and get me oh, some that's why they stuff. dropped the coat. It was getting hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. So, that's that what's new with me. Like a thing. Yeah. Wow, that was quick on the draw, nice. Now we're definitely <laughs> fucking getting demonetized. <laughs> YouTube, man. YouTube's easy. Oh, man. I couldn't imagine... Moving to St. Louis to manage a Burlington Coat Factory. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna if I'm gonna take that. Uh, it would be it'd be a bump in pay. They'd help me with the relocation. They pay you to relocate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like yeah. I mean, this is fuck it. Why not? Is it? I have no. Well, so this is how the conversation went because you know they're like, well, you know, but you know, we'll find you something in the interim. Uh, yeah, I assume you're you're looking in the Indianapolis market, and I just kind of looked at him and I shrugged. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, in that second, I turned into the cartoon roast turkey dinner on the deserted <laughs> island. I said, "Oh, this fucker wants to travel." Oh, he just he just leaned in and he's like, "Are you open to relocating?" <laughs> like, again, just kind of, huh? You uh, want this you other job? That... Photos of our Anchorage location. <laughs> uh, we are so. opening a new Burlington in Fallujah. St. <laughs> <laughs> Louis was certainly never uh, on my radar. There were a couple places that I've considered a, a move to. Well, uh, now Louis. you might get uh, Burlington Mars. There you go. Atlantis. I mean, look, I would take. Uh, a job on Paradise Island, Atlantis. Burlington oh, no. Wetsuit Factory. <laughs> they, they definitely do not sell coats at that Burlington. Burlington Wetsuit Factory. <laughs> <laughs> so it, is the, the move for just the six months or now the six yeah. months might so, turn into longer because you're willing to move? If If I took that, that would be that's Fuck like this can't. new store. Somebody else will get that one. You're going to St. Louis. Uh, or you hang out there, they find you something to do, and then you take that store. Exactly. Maybe. Exactly. 
Well, Ken, for those six months, can that thing, can you go find whatever you want to do and just tell them to keep paying you? <laughs> I, tell them, I, I got this. I'll find something to do. Just keep them checked out. Well, so the store that I trained at for Burlington, like, it was a brand new store. Uh, got along really well with the staff there and whatever. So I, I definitely tried to uh, float that today. I was like, and hey. I could just be I like your new store guy. Up your plate for you. I'm just gonna go work at this store, and he just kind of chuckled. I'm like, okay, that's not happening, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Lee, that's you had a good start. idea of being like on the new store team that just goes around and opens new stores, and you get change of scenery. You don't get sick of the fucking staff or the locations. Yeah. See the or world. You walk into your manager's office. Beat the shit out of yourself. <laughs> Tell everyone he did it. <laughs> Walk out with a shopping cart full of coats. <laughs> goats and keyboards. How the fuck old is that movie? Jesus. Whistle your way out. Yeah. Uh, uh, fun fun fact, my manager's office is my office because because they didn't have a manager. I'm I'm it. I have like three different name tags. Oh shit! Does one of them say Don Julio. Yes. Sweet. I like it. Well, one says Bangholio on the bottom. <laughs> DB for my bunghole. Well, best of luck in your current employment situation, Kerouac. But <laughs> we need we Thanks. need to, we need to get to the important stuff. So sometimes yes. it's great. Sometimes a whore. It's Kerouac's relationship corner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's been six years. Uh, I think the last you were on the show, Kerouac, you were uh, forcing one girlfriend out of your current apartment. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank God that's over. You Say, just... girl, don't you want to move to St. Louis? <laughs> I got a text from that bitch one day because I'd gone to her Starbucks that she worked at and uh, got a text that was I'd appreciate it if you didn't intentionally come in a blah 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 and I was like grow up I was near there I went in I got a coffee I left get some and fucking, her response was okay <laughs> get some fucking eyebrows <laughs> nailed it so so what kind of adventures have you been on like, have you, is that one of the reasons you're thinking about moving to St. Louis is you've just dried up the talent pool in Indianapolis? I, I legit have that thought. Plenty, like, plenty of fish is like, I don't know, man. Yeah, I guess there's not plenty. Okay, Cupid is more like, um, K Cupid? <laughs> the, <laughs> the irony is uh one of the girls that i uh used to date lives in st louis oh my god oh nice i don't even have a friend i don't even have a clean slate is that irony or is that fate <laughs> isn't it does she need a roommate <laughs> is she in need so, uh, of a jacket uh not I, I, I hate to disappoint, but not really uh, much excitement on that front. Uh, what? Maybe that's okay. Got to fucking work on you for a little bit. 
Yeah, there's there. I mean, there's been dating. There's been there's been, but nothing too uh, too interesting. Uh, Never stopped you before. Okay, oh! okay. Well, oh, oh, oh. One, one of your goals way back when. So, have you banged a black chick, Kerouac? Oh, so many. <laughs> he said, "I'm honorary." You know what St. Louis has a whole lot of them. <laughs> I uh I I definitely crossed that off my bucket list. Wow. Wow, I got some soul. Living the goddamn dream. Yep. Look at yep. this guy. Uh, so, yeah, I uh Have you noticed it, in like funny. commercials and stuff like that, they're starting to include more like mixed couples. And whenever I see like in a commercial where it's a black chick and a white dude, I'm like, ah, "Really?" Come on, no. <laughs> like I'm all for inclusion and all that, but really, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. I'm glad that worked out for you. Glad you're having some. It's like a real interesting fucking time with uh, the 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 career wise, man. That's interesting. Good time. It's 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 me time. Uh, it's funny because I actually I, I was out uh, at uh, one of our state parks. Shade State Park on Saturday. Just me and nature and uh, doing some thinking and definitely, said, you know, right. you know, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to focus on me for a little while. Get my head on straight. Well, don't take too long. You're not getting any younger. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> like I did the whole taking some me time back when I was 23, so... <laughs> Shit or get off the pot, you know. Don't listen to him. You got it. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just teasing. That's great. All right, we got a, we got a bit for this week, nice. Yes, yes. Actually, in uh, honor of Kerouac rejoining the show this week, uh, we got a Popcast Classic bit, which is a very special message from Jason Kerouac and the Popcast. So. Let's listen to that, and we'll be back in uh, 1 minute and 46 seconds. Woo! Break! I'm Jason Kerouac from PanelsOnPages.com. Fifteen years ago, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. A disease I'd never heard of. A disease they didn't have a cure for. A disease they couldn't even tell me the cause of. Over the past 15 years, through treatment and vigilance, I've managed to go into and stay in remission. I've become a card-carrying member of the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America. I've walked to raise funds and awareness for the fight. I've watched my grandmother lose the battle. And I've met others who continue to survive. Elaine and her daughters with their granite resolve. Jim, who loaned me his courage. Christine, the hallmark of bravery. Amy, a true fighter. And Mark, who's pretty kick-ass. But today, today I want to talk to you about little Mike. Mike was recently diagnosed with Crohn's disease at the age of 14, the same age I was when I was diagnosed. I know what the future has in store for Mike. Hopefully, he'll be as lucky as I was, and he'll be able to control the disease instead of letting it control him. But either way, it's something Mike will have to live with for the rest of his life. Unless you can help. Contact your local chapter of the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America at www.ccfa.org 
and find out how you can help Panels on Pages fight Crohn's disease so Mike won't have to fight alone. Holy shit, you guys remember Mike? Yes. Yeah. That guy's got to be like in his 20s now. Yeah. That that checks out. Uh, yeah. Go try and find his Facebook page if you can. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. <laughs> uh, so I went with that clip this week, not only because Kerouac's on, but uh, we had talked about playing the egg taco bit this week on last week's episode. But the egg taco bit is on one of the episodes that we don't currently have a copy of. So I put That's out the call. Right, yeah. I put out the call to anybody who has reboot episode 66 that has not only the egg taco bit, but also me uh, ranting and raving about the people that uh, changed their profile picture to Howard the Duck after the Guardians of the Galaxy, which Anus Mike was one of them. So it's full circle. Oh, that is kind of fucking nuts. All right. Oh. And uh, no, I can't. I can't find them. I, I think the last story I knew about him was he was trying to walk across the country. That checks. That, that checks out. <laughs> Remember a time when we would regularly uh, interact with a fourteen-year-old boy who referred to himself as anus. Laugh <laughs> <laughs> to himself while he listened to the show swinging in the park. <laughs> So, so I either have to listen to uh, you guys like regularly, and then people get mad at me because they hear you swearing, or I listen to you with my headphones in, and people give me weird looks because I'm laughing loudly at nothing. Well, here's the thing: <laughs> you should never, under any circumstances, listen to any podcast without headphones. You fucking psychopath! Right? Like, that's the worst kind of. Hey. Person. Hey, this was like a decade ago. Nobody even knew what podcasts were. Doesn't matter. You shouldn't listen to anything in public without headphones. No. No. Like, I don't want to open up Instagram in public because I know there's going to be shit with audio, and I just don't want to put other people through that. And then there's the type of person... Or rats with boobs. Yeah. (laughs) Then there's just the type of person that'll just play audio off their phone in a public setting and not give a fuck. Yeah, what a shitty, shitty person what that a is. Psycho, you are. Like, I hope that guy gets Crohn's. Oh, how is the Crohn's these Dude. days? Hey, no you know, names. no names. I've been doing great. Nice, good. It gets better, everybody. It yeah, gets keep it tight. Keep it tight. You too can get your shit under control. <laughs> get your shit yeah. straight. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. All right. So this week's top six, as I believe, came from Zero. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of I'm fucking into it. Like, uh, his point was we've been having a good time lately. Uh, we've been really kind of complimentary. It's all but like, you know, what's your favorite shit? You know, that's great. That's fun. It's like, but well, let's get shitty. <laughs> and uh, the, the basis was... Jump the shark moments, either a, a thing in fiction, even a thing in reality, something that uh, turned a corner and was like, ew, at some point, which 
definitely into it. So it should be great. Uh, oh, shit, yeah, look at that. Sometimes you put together like a like a list. Well, no, it's just it's what people. That's do. just dimensions. Well, yeah, what people do, which is smart, is they respond with their list to our specific tweets. So all of the responses on Twitter are in this thread. So that's cool. And then I don't believe we had any on Facebook, and we should have at least a email from Vetter. Got a couple emails. Okay, got good. a couple emails. Good. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Look at that shit. That's cool. See, I don't. I, I so rarely use like the the desktop client for Twitter. I didn't know this is a fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> so that's fucking cool. Sweet deal. All right. So this was. Um, I was going to say surprisingly, but probably not surprisingly. Uh, difficult to fucking nail down because you know there's a lot of trash the world um so yep. um i'm gonna start off with a thing that i love fucking supernatural on the cw these two fucking dudes have literally saved the world like the planet like eight times like various Armageddon's <laughs> and raptures, and like the biggest thing is that like even to this day, like when they roll up into town and they fight a monster, they have to have the conversation like, "Hey, oh, yeah, fucking monsters are real," and no one's ever like, "Yeah, I remember like two years ago when a ball of fire opened up in the sky and like zombies came out of it." Yeah, monsters are real, dig bag. Come out, fight this ghost. <laughs> Let's fucking go. <laughs> A lot of that came in. There was a couple of years after the uh, creator left. Like it was, it was tough. Uh, but they found their groove in the past couple of years. They're uh, closing that shit down with season like what sixteen, I think, uh, next year. But I forgive every shitty episode of that show, or even the none of them were shitty. There's a subpar episode of that show for the fantastic uh, animated Scooby Doo crossover they did last year, which was goddamn genius. I'll forgive a lot of bullshit you throw Scooby-Doo into it. But that shit was phenomenal. If, you know, if you've never seen that show before, look at that episode on uh, Netflix. We oh. hung out with their uncle. <laughs> yeah. What's, all kinds. What, what was his name? Uh, what's the uncle's name, Lee? The uncle? Yeah. On the show. With the beard. What? Yeah, the, the white guy. Talking about Bobby? Uncle Bobby, yeah. Was it Uncle yeah. Bobby? I think it's Uncle Bobby. Uncle. They don't call him Uncle Bobby? No. I thought he was their uncle. Who, who is he to them? Uh, he's just like a guy that was friends with their dad. Like, okay. They were growing up and shit like that. So kind of like, well, so, so kind of like, kind of like, like an uncle, yeah. Kind of like Uncle Nye's, Uncle Jose. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, so, uncle in spirit. Okay. Well, we hung out with him. He was pretty cool. Jim Beaver is his name. Jim Beaver, yeah. yes. Yeah, I know him more from Deadwood. Oh shit, he was in Deadwood. He was in Deadwood. That movie he, came out he last make it, week. Did he make it on the movie? I think he, he did. Have, right? I think I, saw I don't him, remember what happened to his character. I think I saw him in the cast list for the movie. Been meaning to rewatch that since the movie just came out. Yeah. Oh, it it, it came out. It's already out. Yeah, it came out on the thirty first, and all of Deadwood is on Prime, and I also have the DVDs, which is I don't even know what fucking day it is. <laughs> <laughs> Jose still hasn't finished the first season of Punisher. I expect this one to be on a few lists. Uh, fucking Dexter, man. Like, yeah, Dexter, Dexter. Like, 
Dexter, Dexter, Dexter. Uh, Man, I forgot Dexter was that bad. Yeah. It's better. It's better to forget Dexter ever existed after that, the way that show ended. I was talking to somebody about it the other day. It's funny because it's kind of coming up a lot in the past little bit. Well, you brought it up because of, yeah, because everybody bitching about Game of Thrones. You brought up, hey, do you ever watch Dexter? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you might bitch about the end of Game of Thrones. The end of Game of Thrones is legendary compared to fucking Dexter. And I talked to a guy at work. He's like, I've never heard of that. I go, fine, it's great. Watch it. You'll know when to stop. <laughs> You'll know when to stop because it never gets better once you think, oh, I should stop at this point because you should do it then. So what? Where, where are you saying the jump the shark moment is in Dexter? I mean, it's basically like I didn't hate the Lumen season. Oh, I did. But if you stop that show at the end of the Trinity season, it's a perfect complete narrative right like, they don't, don't really do anything beyond that. they don't really add anything to the characters or the show after that that is worth watching those other four seasons i mean you get to see like you know dad dexter and kind of yeah. dealing with that which is which is something but you get you know. a little bit of that in season four anyhow yeah it's just oof, it's rough uh next up on the list i put uh streaming services because <laughs> There are. Remember when it was like, oh shit, I'm gonna cancel my cable. This shit's too expensive. I just have Netflix. Right. Now it's like, now you have Netflix and Hulu, which are kind of the standards. And then, like, there's every other fucking jamoke in the world has one. Some of the fucking cable channels, if you download the, like, if you download the AMC app, like, uh, I've got mom's cable login and she pays for, like, the highest tier cable you can have. I can't watch Preacher on the AMC app without having to, like, pay extra to get access to that part of the AMC app streaming library. Yeah, it's fucking dumb. Like, fucking, like, DC has a streaming app. DC, who makes comics most people don't read, and makes (laughs) movies most people don't (laughs) watch, was like, I need to get on this action. (laughs) The DC one, though, has a future because they're putting together a Warner Brothers app and they're talking about bundling the DC app with that. Of course they are. I'm sure it'll be four dollars <laughs> more to have them both. Like, <laughs> like I hit up my brother the other day, and I'm like, "Man, you got a Shutter login because they're gonna four ninety nine me to fucking death. I want to watch Joe Bob, but I'm not gonna tr- sign up for another fucking thing." Well, it came uh, to the point where now you need a cable service to lump all your apps into yeah. one. Yeah. I think the DC is gonna get me though with this fucking Swamp Thing. Like I've been fighting off the DC for a while, but the Swamp Thing looks real good. Like, it looks fucking real good. I never did get around to watching that first episode of, um, what the fuck's the show with Robot Man? Uh, Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol. And they ended up deleting that off their YouTube. I um, may or may not have pulled, ripped that already. Oh, nice. You got it on Blu-ray? I'll I'll let you know. Oh, yeah, we still do them Blu-rays. But, like, even, like, uh, you know, for all his... For as shitty as the Titans trailers looked, people say the Titans show was good too. I mean, there's gonna be some good stuff on there. And, like, and I'm under the in- understanding that if you've got their service, you've got access to comic books as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's all there. I didn't realize that. That's kind of a neat deal. Yeah, but uh, when I was in Ireland, um, those DC shows were on Netflix as Netflix originals. So like, you can watch fucking Titans <laughs> with a Irish VPN if you wanted to. So like, you know, you could just do that, but like, no, 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 no. We want our own dedicated app for 
for reasons. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how that works out. I can out, but kind like, of understand everyone wanting to do their own streaming service after the problems so many studios have had with Netflix. Yeah. You know, no, it makes sense. It's just yeah. as a consumer, it fucking sucks. Yeah. Uh, next up, I put uh, writing on the internet. Because, <laughs> because man, we, we did a lot of great content back in the day. Like, well-researched. Uh, well written, well thought out, like, and it was it was it was great. We did good stuff, better than anybody in the fucking game. But then the game changed, and yeah. I I'd, I'd already planned on having this as one of the items on my list, right? And then the universe gifted me with a perfect example of this phenomenon, and just the, the shift in the game, and the, the the shitty tone of the fucking internet and the writing on it. When in my Google feed, uh, I found an article, the title of which, the headline of the article, they, 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 someone gathered the assets, the photos for the article, they put the headline together, they wrote it, they put it on the website, they put ads on, they're making money off the article, titled, My Switch is Full of Screenshots My Friends Took by Accident. <laughs> and it is sure as shit. This guy like, look at all these pictures. That my friends took on a switch by accident. Even goes on to show like three in a row, and like, yeah, these are from Smash Brothers, and like, they're not even remarkable. They're just kind of there. And it goes on for what feels like seven hundred words and seven hundred ads. And I'm just get, I'm just getting more and more upset as I go on because they just suck, right? And then the he's like, look how much look how much data they're taking up on my memory card. And then the first comment is some fucking mouth breather who says yeah you know i play my switch almost every day since i got it and i you know i'm all the time hitting the wrong button on the left the right i don't remember which one's the home button and which one's the screen capture button it's a really hard thing and i'm like it's the right one it's a run on the right you fucking dummy it's the right one you're an idiot oh this is content for idiots i understand (laughs) they're the ones engaging in this fucking dummies so yeah Fuck out of here! My switch is full of screenshots, dude. Fuck out of I here. keep, I keep stumbling on the Facebook uh, articles where it's like, "What happened to so and so after such and such?" Who gives a shit? And you're the thing is you're you're just a, you know I'm bored and you know I remember that person and you click on it and then it turns out to be an entire article where they tell you everything about this person first starred in such and such, just to, just to write words, to add space, to cram ads into. Yeah. Fucking sucks. It's terrible. And I'm halfway through the article, and I don't care anymore. <laughs> I don't even like Jake Busey that much. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Why the fuck am I even looking at this? Uh, next up, I put uh, uh, the Transformers comics reason I've Aww. talked about this in the show with Kelly and like then went from being like the best some of the best shit out there to being barely worth reading after the relaunch and that's very disappointing uh, wow and then uh, my number one uh, I won't be surprised if this shows up on some other people's list is uh, America uh, for <laughs> uh, just old white dudes are terrified and they are taking it out on everyone else and it's a fucking bummer yeah <laughs> It is a goddamn. There's so much horrible shit. Like you forget stuff. 
Like, <laughs> oh, oh, right. I forgot about that atrocity. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I I definitely had America on my long <laughs> list of things that jumped the shark. But then I was like, yeah, I don't really want to be like, yeah, Trump. Trump was when America jumped the shark because, you know, we also did have slavery and internment camps. And, you know, I think America jumped the shark a few times. Yeah, but it was on like it was kind of on an upswing. And we've kind of gone with, like, these yeah. motherfuckers watched Handmaid's Tale, and instead of seeing a cautionary tale, they saw an instruction book. Exactly. And they're like, right. oh, cool, this is like a tutorial. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Obama. Yeah. But it's like, it started when, it started during the Obama years, too. These, these fucking assholes just, like, blocking shit. It's, oh, it's such a goddamn bummer. Such a bummer. Won't even let you perform weddings anymore. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm not hurting anybody. Son of bitches. Are they going to try and and uh, erase any marriages that were performed by uh, internet uh, reverends? Because th- does that make me and Mary's marriage invalid? No, it is state specific and effective like only after like the time in which it's effective. Ah. Well, fine. Now. That's step one. That's step one. But I wouldn't be surprised if Nice is right, and that's the next thing they go for. I guess there's already a couple of states that do that, I guess. So, like, there was a case where somebody was like, he went to get a divorce, and his lawyer was like, wait a minute, who married you? <laughs> this is going to be great. Like, there's no there's no actual marriage. You guys have to get a divorce. This bitch just has to move out. <laughs> uh, that's funny, but then in my situation, I'd be the one that had to move out. <laughs> so play nice, nice. Play nice. I try, I try. Play nice. Nice would be like, stay the fuck out of my Starbucks. <laughs> What's up, Mahoney? Oh, you know. Same old, same old. <laughs> Best life? Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. I, uh, I joined the call because I need to amend one of the items on my list when it comes time for that. Give us the list, Mahoney. Go for it. Well, no, no, no. You keep going, and, uh, and when we get around to it, well, then, then I'll do mine. <laughs> All right. Okay. Sorry. Shit. All right. I think yours might actually be the next one. Well, I'm not ready. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Well, then never mind. How about this? I got, I got Kristen Allen. Do it. Honorable mentions. Friends. Trying to force Rachel and Joey together came out of nowhere and was so dumb. Uh, I figured she just meant her friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, my friends jumped the shark. Jose, remember <laughs> remember when we were in China and the first ever episode of Friends that you ever watched was one of the Rachel-Joey episodes? Yeah. That was pretty dumb. Which now, which now it all makes sense to me. I'm caught up. Nice. Uh, and then watch, another watch honorable watch mention from Kristen. America. Yeah, there you go. We've always been sketchy, yep. but with a Cheeto rapist running things, we have Nazis and no body autonomy and kids dying in cages. This is a real... Yeah. Yeah. The kids dying in cages thing is one that I forgot about. I'm like, oh yeah, right, that's happening too. Yeah, does yep. does the kids dying in cages even make the top ten these days? Yeah, I mean, they're... Yeah. Top six, <laughs> top six, top six worst things happening in America right now. <laughs> yeah, it really should, yeah, it definitely does. No, you know... Here's the thing. Why is it that we live in a country where clowns coming out of the woods to attack people has become one of the most acceptable things to happen in the past five years? That shit happened one time. But it um, happened on Facebook, and so 10 million people shared that shit, so it seemed like it was a lot more. So she so can be started on fucking Facebook and the dissemination. She, she continues her number six, Transformers The Last Night, which is real surprising that 
you would wait until that one to call that's, the transfer. Yeah, that's, that's 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 a that's that's deep. But she said, you know what's funny? That was almost on my list, and then I thought about the franchise as a whole, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't the franchise show up on a shark? <laughs> Just riding a transforming shark. Uh, she goes on. She says. <laughs> Marky Mark is an inventor science guy, that's stupid all on its own, who ends up wielding a sword. He sure does. And the only reason I know that is from the poster, because after Merlin and Anthony Hopkins' ep- exposition, I gave up and stopped watching. That's fair. Yeah, that's a good spot to stop. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Number five. This this whole top six for everyone is just turning into, you know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> Number five, we as a society for allowing oxygen bars to exist. (laughs) Open a window, buy a plant. (laughs) Number four, I was surprised to see these on her list. Jason X and Texas Chainsaw 3D. Both are so over the top and stupid, and I love them dearly. I love Jason X. Texas Chainsaw 3D can go fuck itself. When they beat that camper up against the tree in, in the shopping uh not a shopping sleeping bag, bag. In, in the sleeping bag uh number three wizard conventions trying to run 20 cons a year really didn't work out yeah that's a good one yep number two movie pass yikes <clears throat> yep hey, that that one burned bright and fast i i've thought in the past couple days to like check their twitter feed to see what's going on <laughs> but i don't really care like, hey, Greg, I have an idea for a totally sustainable business model. We'll get him. We'll get him, Greg. And then I waited just long enough to see, I think, exactly one movie with my movie pass. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Yeah, I am going to give this a shot. And then, like, immediately, they're like, so we're not sure how this works anymore. So you got it, like, the week of Infinity War. <laughs> oh, I'm in there. I'm in to win it. Because that's when it. That week was when it all started to turn to shit. And then, number one, Pumpkin Spice. We get it. We get it. That is an expertly crafted list, Ms. Allen. Perfect. Number one A, white people. (laughs) Uh, J-Pop emailed us. Nice. To popcast at panelsonpages.com. He writes in uh, a dishonorable mention to... uh, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> oh. oh, American Beauty feels a little bit different now that we know more about that guy. Uh, Brian Griffin's death, uh, and the, I said Brian Griffin's death was one, and Sabrina the Teenage Witch goes to college. So uh, it must be the Melissa Joan Hart show. Uh, here, oh, here's a good one. Uh, number six, Eric and Kelso leaving that '70s show, but they kept it going for some reason with Randy, the inferior of the Myers brothers, which I'm not a fan of to begin with. I stopped caring, thus stopped watching. Yeah, that's weird. They kept that show going without the two main guys. Uh, number five, Mel Gibson. <laughs> no. <laughs> there were the rumors of him being a racist and anti-Semite, but his DUI and leaked voicemail just proved it. But how fucked uh, up is is it that he's back? Yeah, they just yep. let him out of movie jail. Yeah, and he's like in comedy. Like, well, on the one hand, it's like you know, do you have to get punished forever for saying some dumb shit? It's not like it killed anybody. Well, yeah, it would have been different if he did everything he said. Yeah, he didn't really do it. He just said some awful shit. It was awful shit. But, but it's did like, he, did he forever ev- for saying some dumb shit while drunk? Did he ever really atone for any of it, though? And especially it for 15 years. <laughs> especially in this climate, like, he got Me too before Me Too even existed. 
That's and, the thing. It wasn't this climate. He fucking he was in there before it opened up. Yeah, like, but then you're gonna bring him back in the middle of all this. Well, yeah, but his Me Too. I mean, it was not good to the opposite sex. Like, but he it wasn't so much Me Too. It was just more like no, he was yeah. like abusive emotionally, like, verbally. Physically, allegedly, and how many N words did he drop? Like it's a lot. If it's a you drop lot. a N word these days, you're done. And Mel Gibson somehow gets a comeback. It's, it's all relative. Time plus you know Kevin Spacey equals Mel Gibson gets to be in movies again. <laughs> Hulk Hogan somewhere like <laughs> yeah. That's how you do it, brother. Hulk Hogan <laughs> said the N word. In private, didn't realize he was being recorded. It's fucked up. Number four, Tiger Woods. Oh, he goes from being okay. on a piece of shattered Jack Nicholas's majors record in the top poster boy for the game to getting caught having an extramarital marital affair, which broke the le- levy of personal problems that in turn ruined whoa, his whoa. game for 10 years. You better put a pearl on that affair. <laughs> it, was, it was not one affair. This dude had like a blowjob in each city. <laughs> Fun fact, though, married by an internet minister, so not. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. Yep. That's what he said every time he showed up. No, no, no it's cool. Internet minister. Mm-hmm. And like, I understand. I understand. Tiger Woods is a sex addict and all this, and you shouldn't cheat on your wife. But also, maybe he and his wife should have had an understanding. I'm just yeah, putting you know it what, out there. You know what else jumped the shark? His fucking hair. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, number three, Mass Effect 3. The game itself was good, and the ending of the trilogy was fine, but this is clearly the inferior game to Mass Effect 2 and every game Bioware has made, with the exception to Dragon Age. Uh, it's been, there's been a decrease in quality since then for once, for this once great video game developer. Uh, number two, WWF buys WCW. Mainstream wrestling as a whole in America has had a free fall in quality, and I feel like in all days back to the point in particular because it allowed Vinnie Mac to become completely complacent and surround himself with yes men who don't have the fans' better interest in mind because there becomes no one to truly try and compete with him for almost 20 fucking years. Yeah, that's a great point. In in the Moxley yep. Talks is, Talk is Jericho interview, he talks about how, you know, after he killed WCW, he basically formed this group of yes men around him. And it hasn't been the same ever since. And then, oh, and then number one from J-Pop. Email to popcast at panelsonpages.com. Is uh, Chris Benoit. Uh, he was one of the Ooh. greatest in-ring competitors ever. That had captivated a teenage me by the brutality of his matches until he completely destroyed that legacy in my eyes by brutally murdering his wife and son one weekend in June, creating a black cow over wrestling in the mainstream that I'm not sure it ever got out from under. Sent from my iPad as it flies into a wood chipper. (laughs) Did he so much jump the shark as opposed to choke the shark? Oh my god! I was I wasn't going to make that joke, but see, I would no, no, but I would. To me, I wouldn't consider the Chris Benoit thing jumping the shark so much as just awful. (laughs) Like, but I mean, the point being, it kind of ruined everything. True. Around True. I, I do. I do get the line. I, I get it for sure. Uh, hit us up on Twitter, one nice. nice. All righty. Uh, let's go to my wife. Uh, you know, if, if that is still valid in the state of Ohio, uh, <laughs> it, you, you guys should be fine. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Mary shouts out uh, two things on Mahoney's list, which we'll talk about later, and then uh, also movie pass on Chris uh, movie pass on Kristen's list. Uh, number six, the Harry Potter universe. After J.K. Rowling started re- rewriting everyone's backstories and making yeah, up rules fair. where wizards just shit everywhere and then wanded away. <laughs> just magic I feel like away. it got exponentially better when she started spouting that random <laughs> bullshit. Mary just says, just "Shitticus, forgeticus." <laughs> Kerouac, did you hear about this? <laughs> What was Kelly's line? Zippity zoppity, <laughs> zippity doopity, there goes the <laughs> No, I did not hear about this. Kerouac, like, this is canon. J.K. Rowling, just in a random tweet, said that back in the olden days, wizards would shit, like, either just shit out in the open or shit their pants, and then just. It was like a horse walking and dropping logs. Yes, and then just fucking. Would create a spell to disappear <laughs> the shit. Zoopity, there goes the poopity. Mary continues, just leave it alone, lady. Also, Cursed Child is kind of terrible. Also, also, I'm not a huge fan of the new movies. They're fine, but they're not great. Uh, number five, Star Trek Enterprise ruined Star Trek on TV. Uh, that was the one with Scott Bakula. Some people might say Voyager was the Jump the Shark series, but they are wrong. They are wrong. Uh, number four, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. The beef swinging, oh. from, the beef swinging from vines, surviving a nuclear blast in a refrigerator. Aliens, no. Uh, in fact, like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, kind of took the air out of the sails of Junk the Jump the Shark. Like it became Nuke the Fridge after that. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, number three, Funko Pops. Fuck those things. At first, it was like, this is fun. Those are cute. And now people camp out at Magic Kingdom to get their limit 10 per person pops to flip on eBay, and everything sucks now. Also, it has become literally an addiction for some people. John Michael. (laughs) Don't name name John Michael. Funko Pops are evil. Uh, Number two, Facebook. This is so close to making mine. Remember mm. the good old days before Facebook was full of fake Russian news, racist grandma, racist grandpas, and bored housewives trying to get you to buy shitty fingernail decals? <laughs> <laughs> it's not an MLM, honey. It's a business opportunity. <laughs> and number one, Mythbusters. That last season without Carrie, Tori, and Grant was a huge bummer, and I have no interest in watching any of the new Mythbuster, Mythbuster stuff without Adam and Jamie. I still watch Adam's Tested Channel on YouTube all the time, though. Yeah, solid. Yeah. Uh, uh, Carrie was the best part of Mythbusters, if I do say so myself. Uh, you know what was the real best part of... Just, your marriage got voided, so you can say whatever you want. <laughs> you know what the real best part of Mythbusters was? Pregnant, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what you got, Nice? Uh, uh, Jose? go. You just talk. All right. Let's do a shout out Fuck to me, right? evictions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember when evictions used to be cool? Yeah, now they're just fucking annoying. Fucking passe. Uh, killing Darth Maul, which yeah. also leads me to sequels that rewrite the story so that they can fit because they didn't know what the fuck they were doing when they made the first one. Yeah. Uh, let's go to, we're going to take video games. Madden. Used to love playing Madden, and then they bought the rights 
to Madden so that they can be the only football game out there and killed NFL 2K, which 2K was making. Yeah. Fucking bull- bullshit pussy move. What do you and mean they football bought games the- have sucked ever since. What do you mean they bought the rights to Madden? They signed an exclusive contract with the NFL. Oh, okay, okay. They bought the rights specifically no to the NFL. No other game gotcha. can portray NFL characters. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Then they, they came out with that one game that was like a bunch of those retired NFL players who didn't give them the rights, and like they all signed and made this game of that didn't nothing's worked football games suck because madden pretty much ea pulled the wwe move and just became became the biggest show in town and didn't allow anybody else to flourish it's kind of garbage uh speaking of that quality just quality just, just fucking quality, quality in general. Quality jump the shark. <laughs> fucking Burger King, your Whoppers are bullshit now. Just things that used to be good are just fucking garbage because they found a cheaper way to do it. Fuck you. Yeah, but I also think that there is an upturn in quality recently, too, because uh, it's us millennials that are looking for better shit and are willing to pay more money for better service or, or better products and there's a market for it weren't you the one trying to, to tell me to get like on board with a new quarter pounder or some bullshit oh that new quarter pounder is fucking dope well yeah yeah he agrees <laughs> yeah all right continue. but, but oh. in in to balance out the waves, the Whopper had to take a shit. <laughs> yeah, the Whopper's always kind of sucked. But I get no, it, though. No, the Whoppers back in the day used to be the shit. I they d- were huge fucking burgers on a huge bun. Like, it was flame broiled. Now it feels like they just, like, they got, like, a brand. Whopper's going to be huge, but it's dry as fuck. Whopper's going to make a comeback, though, because they got that impossible Whopper that they're working on. Yeah, it's impossible for them to fucking fix it. <laughs> <laughs> it just you, never comes out. You're welcome for that. <laughs> uh, we're going to go toy prices. Fuck you. Ooh, there you go. Yeah, Get that, the fuck out of here. that's something that comes from the fucking oil crisis back in what? Early 2000s. And then just Whoa. they never rolled the prices back after that. Add oil. Yeah. Oil, add oil to my shout out to oil jumping the shark. <laughs> yeah, but oil also went down. You know, it was up almost around four bucks, maybe five a gallon at some point, and then it went down below two just a few years like, ago. No, uh, this Darth Vader still cost twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> They're gonna uh, toy prices are gonna go up with all these uh, Trump tariffs. Ugh. Just. Small potatoes, but just one more fucking thing that sucks about that yep. guy. Zero in the chat says, isn't a drop in quality just a synonym for jumping the shark? Jose basically put jumping the shark on his list of things that jump the shark. <laughs> <laughs> jumping the shark list. Shout out. <laughs> Shout outs. Jump the shark. Um, awesome. We're going to go credit. <laughs> 
Fucking Craig. He's just working out his demons in this list. Uh, fuck you. Credit. Eat a dick. Credit. Yeah. Uh, and then my my last two kind of Lee hit with it earlier. The just the fucking articles out there, like those whole "you won't believe this until you see this" or blah blah blah, and then this happened. Oh, wait till the end because this is fucking sucking this thing off. <laughs> I, I saw one today, and I didn't click it because fuck everything about it. It was like, does this Spider-Man Far From Home rumor spoil who bought Avengers Tower? Like, oh, I saw that. Yes. Like, no, because no one's talking about that. No one gives a shit. And two, you can't say the words rumor and spoil in the same headline you fucking dingus like no that in articles that are countdowns like top 10 but you have to click 14 times to see it <laughs> yeah yeah it's a top 10 but they have nine ads in between those 10 <laughs> oh, or, the worst. they'll do two pictures for each thing yeah yeah or yeah yeah one page you're on is just the picture and then you have to click again to bring up the type yeah fuck you <laughs> I guess I'm doing a fuck you, top six, <laughs> fuck you. You've earned it in gears, Jose. You've earned it. And then fucking Dexter, man. Yeah. yeah. Remember that time uh, his sister tried to suck him off? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, that whole, uh, at the end of season six, she realizes she's falling in love with him when she walks in on him killing the dude. And then that whole season seven, she's dealing with her feelings about Dexter. Like, such great characters just giving them the dumbest shit to do. That really grinds my gears. (laughs) out of ideas. And those guys went on to make Iron Fist. Oh, shout out. Also, Jump the Shark, their real marriage. (laughs) Fun fact, though, internet minister, so... Uh, Never really happened. That's why they could fuck on the show. Weren't really married. Also, what also jumped the shark is uh, her opinion of me when she saw me shooting her at New York Comic Con. (laughs) Her her fucking face jumped the shark. (laughs) (laughs) Have her and uh, Data get into a room. See how many camera people they can throw out. What show was that? Was that for Limitless? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think that, so, wasn't yeah. it? Is that show even on anymore? No. no. I, so it obviously had limits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our buddy Ben hits us up on the Twitter machine. He says, number six, uh, most 90s mainstream comics. There are a few gems, sure, but I quickly grew so sick of the endless gimmicks and lackluster stories that I ended up walking away from the hobby for nearly a decade. So did uh, about num- five million other people. No joke. Nope. Uh, number five, the finger poke with Doom, where WCW screwed WCW. Yeah, that was that was a real shit moment, but WCW was bad for a while before that. They deserved it. But yeah, if you want to literally point <laughs> a finger, <laughs> that well, that night was also the night that they spoiled the McFoley championship win. So they yeah, spoiled that, and then they covered. did the finger poke, finger poke of Doom, so... They they deserved it. Uh, number four, that moment in Star Trek Into Darkness that turned the whole movie into a shitty Wrath of Khan remake. 
<laughs> Man, I, I like, like Star Trek in the Darkness. Yeah, I like Star Trek in the Darkness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number three, the endless format changes and mass firings at Wizard Magazine. The writing was on the wall at that point. No <laughs> shit. Yeah, I think Wizard jumped the shark when they hired us. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When they started some assholes on the internet. Yeah, when they started hiring dickheads from their message boards. <laughs> yeah, it was going downhill. <laughs> uh, hey, you guys want to write some reviews for us? Yes. Well, they sure. said, if these guys do it from their house, when we shut the doors, we don't have to worry about their shit. Right. We don't have it. Also, we'll give them $35. <laughs> <laughs> we should do a follow-up and see if all the people got their shit back. Uh, number two, finding out that Bill Cosby is a horrible monster. Uh, oh, yeah. ruined my childhood, but it did give, uh, give it quite a thrashing. Uh, and then no, number one, November 8th, 2016, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Uh, the shout-outs to the actual Jump the Shark moment from Happy Days. The solo reason Jump the Shark became a thing. Hey! Hey! So what you got, Nice? All right. Uh, number six, a uh, little controversial. Actually, uh, let, me, let me go through my honorable mentions. Uh, Shout-out. Batman v Superman was not good. No, but it wasn't. the moment that that movie jumped the shark... Was the Granny's Peach Tea? <laughs> okay, if you had to pick a spot, no, that's a spot. No, huh? seriously, no. no. It's when Lex Luthor placed a Jolly Rancher in a grown man's mouth. <laughs> no, he, that's good <laughs> yeah. too. That's yeah. good too. That was just a if little. You remember, tease. I think it's thirty-eight seconds into the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that, just, um, that that was an uncomfortable, uncomfortable. Yeah. There like, was no, what? There is no. Re- it is not intimidating to put a Jolly Rancher no. in someone else's mouth. Nor is it endearing. <laughs> yeah, there's no reason to do it at all. It does nothing for his character, and that is absolutely the moment. It, 38 seconds in is when little tiny Bruce Wayne started flying through the sky, and right. I turned and I said, what? <laughs> and that's when I knew it was not going to be a, a fun ride. But when Lex Luthor force-fed a grown man a Jolly Rancher, I said, all right, I'm out. <laughs> man, I remember seeing Justice League and kind of enjoying it in the moment. And then mm. they showed that post credit sequence with Lex Luthor, who I had completely forgotten about. I'm like, oh, you, you had to do it, didn't you? You had to fucking ruin it. <laughs> and they fucking fed a Joe Manganiello with like a sweet Deathstroke costume that we're never going to see oh again. Yeah, <laughs> they shut right. down. Uh, I'm not going to say the show necessarily took a dip in quality, but man, that whole McDonald's Szechuan sauce thing really jumped the shark for Rick and Morty fans. Yeah. Yeah, but that's Rick and Morty fans. Yeah, yeah, but I'm talking about like Rick and Morty fandom jumped the shark at that point. Uh, and then Clerks 2, as far as Kevin Smith goes, I remember being real excited for that, and it was, uh soulless and kind of hollow and uh oh, i kind of like clerks too i'm not ah, not a fan i'm with nice not a fan of I mean, clerks too all the Elias randall shit is funny and yeah, and everything everything after clerks too like my opinion of like not even talking about the midget script like everything after that kevin smith was not not great in my eyes all, all right, right 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 my top I, six here's Go here's ahead. the thing about clerks too I didn't dislike it, Lee, but I agree with Nyes that it completely changed the course of 
Kevin Smith filmmaking. Yeah. It was a yeah. complete departure. It doesn't have the soul of the original. You lost that thing. Yeah, yeah that, what was it? Was Jane Kevin Silent Smith Bob effervescence back right before then? Right. I fucking love Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Right. So to go from that, from from the movies that led to that, and then to Clerks Two, that's absolutely the moment yeah. you jump the shark. All right, so my, yeah, fair enough. My number six. This will be a little controversial. That's why I put it at number six. Uh, X Men First Class. Uh, I no, that's fair. I will go on the record as saying that I love X Three, even though it's trash. Ugh. But then you know, I like I, I liked X Men First Class just fine in the context of what it is. But you were absolutely right because it was the turning point for. All the awful shit that came after, right? And and now look where they're at. Disney yeah. bought their asses, and they're just kind of trying to get this last X Men movie out. I am so <laughs> excited it because Dark Phoenix to come out because when Dark Phoenix comes out, I never have to hear anyone talk. Uh, there's fucking commercials for Dark Phoenix ever again. Like, <laughs> like you know, I, I'm I'm a, I'm a big proponent in like movie theater etiquette. Right, I, I believe it. the society has rules, and there's a certain decorum one must have in movie theater. But every fucking time the Dark Phoenix trailer comes up, I just out loud go, "No, no. <laughs> fucking no!" Oh man, Ugh. I wish you were in the theater when we saw Endgame for the first time, and they played two Dark Phoenix trailers back to back. Oh, oh shit! Uh, I think that is considered a hate crime in eight states. And you know, I like. McAvoy, I like Fassbender. Sure. I liked Kevin Bacon as Sebastian Shaw. Like, some of the elements are good, but, like, the Mystique does not need to be in these movies. She does not need to be a main character. Beast is terrible. Like, that's not at all recognizable as the character Beast to me. Uh, Remember when the next time you saw him, he could just become a regular dude again? Yeah. Yeah. He just does it whatever he wants. He just hulks out all the time. And he looks like a 2,000 flushes werewolf. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, even... I feel like First Class and Days of Future Past have good bits in them. Good performances, good moments. But overall, not a fan of those movies. Apocalypse? Terrible. Uh, Dark Phoenix? No thank you. (laughs) Please, no thank you. Oh, that that fucking apocalypse! I walked out of the theater and I'm like, nah, never again with one of these fucking <laughs> no, X Men no. pictures. Like, no fucking way. And then I saw a trailer for Logan and got real mad. <laughs> so I'm like, shit, <laughs> no, I want to see that. But that doesn't even count. But the, and it like, doesn't. And with the that Deadpool, is not an X Men movie. The Deadpool movies too is they they don't have to deal with that continuity. Yeah, and you know neither do the X Men movies. That's got him. <laughs> fucking gotcha Yeah, even the X Men movies are like, eh, just do it. So I didn't realize this, but Simon Kinberg wrote X Three: The Last Stand, and he's directing Dark Phoenix. That just is that. Can't oh, they be. dropped Singer for that. Oh yeah, I think fucking dropped Singer. I think he's tied to uh, the Gifted series as well. Uh, not anymore. He ain't. <laughs> well. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, my number five is Comic-Con as a whole. The specific moment where Comic-Con jumped the shark was when these big A-list actors 
realized they could make fucking 20 grand in a weekend doing one of these shows. That's when it became like, say what you will about the fucking Geico bus or uh, the New York Comic Con when they had uh, Ace Hardware or whatever the fuck it was. Oh, what what was it? They had a defense contractor doing a comic book at New York Comic Con. That was bad. Yeah, it's not good. But it's when these huge big name actors, instead of just coming to Comic Con for the fun of it and doing like a little panel promoting their new shit, they came to make the money and then it all trickled down from there where everyone was just out to make a fucking buck at these shows. And it became less of an enjoyable experience for everyone overall. So... That's my little rant about Comic-Cons. I like it. Uh, number four, I hate to say it, but the Phantom Menace as a whole, like, how do you spend all of that goodwill from 15, <laughs> 20 years of, of Star Wars, just those those original three movies, and then everyone, like, this was going to be the biggest movie ever. Everyone was so excited, and boy, oh boy, just a, the the kind of PTSD you saw in people's <laughs> faces walking out of the theaters. I was working at the Disney movie theater when Phantom Menace came out, and I remember a friend from high school came to see it opening night, and we were all so excited for her to see it. She was going to be the, one of the first people that saw it of our group, and then she's coming out. And I kind of give her a look like, so, how was it? And she just doesn't say a word and just shakes oh. her head. Closes her eyes and shakes her head like, nope, nope, nope. I was like, no, that's not possible. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I've come to appreciate Phantom Menace for what it is. And also, Star Wars has has rebounded since then. But uh, We're talking about all those fucking chicks in it now? Jesus. Fucking bunch of bunch of sluts in star wars just these days terrible. come on just you and your your feminist agenda there star wars oh, with your han obvious. solo movies oh awful but uh awful. they they've recovered to a point and then solo kind of hurt them a little bit even though we all fucking love that solo fucking movies solo rules. It, it, it is very undeserving <laughs> of all the bullshit it gets it's on, on solo getting his last name almost made my list <laughs> oh. uh number three uh we talked about this earlier uh dexter specifically for me the deb being hot for dexter it was weird you know, oh, season four was great. Season five with Lumen, I didn't have a problem with. Season six was uh, the hot chick from Chuck, right? And also, um, Edward James almost, maybe? Or were those two different seasons? Anyhow, the end of season seven when Deb shoots LaGuerta was when I checked out on that series. And the entire season eight was garbage. They didn't. They didn't give a fuck about any of these characters, about any of the viewers, any of the fans, to the point where, you know, Mary has talked about going back and rewatching seasons one through four of Dexter, and like, man, I just don't even want to. Dexter is so. I don't even want it to be part of my life anymore. <laughs> it hurt me so bad. Yeah, I remember after watching the season finale and still seeing all these like Facebook Dexter 
you know, check out, get get the coasters. They're yeah. blood coasters, please. <laughs> like, we're sorry, but still buy our merch. <laughs> buy this Dexter uh, apron, why don't you? We, and that Dexter series finale was a community experience for us. Like, we all got together to watch yep. that. And, and yeah, we all watched the end of season four and the finale together. Completely yeah. different. Yeah, it was a. Uh, just it was it was like a support group at the end of that finale. We just had to talk it out. Yeah, one of those things is like I can't believe that it got made. Like yeah. no one was like, no. What if we do anything else? Uh, my number two, you could probably pick twenty different jump the shark moments from his career, but Michael Jackson. Uh, sure, oh. sure the. Uh, Molestation allegations, probably a big jump the shark moment. Uh, him going on TV and talking about them taking photographs of his genitals. Yeah, that was kind of wild. Um, <laughs> you know, him, him <laughs> set, set, settling out of the intro. Set, <laughs> that was kind of wild. Like doing uh, a settlement with numerous kids. Like, yeah, that's that's kind of bad too. But I think maybe the moment where even the biggest Michael Jackson fans were like, "Whoa, this guy's fucking nuts!" is when he hung his baby over that balcony. Like, maybe jump the, yeah. jump the shark should be called "Hang the Baby Out the Balcony." <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> I'm, That's fantastic. I, I'm glad he's at peace now, you guys. Hopefully burning in hell. <laughs> and, his, and his poor young son who he dangled over that balcony is doing YouTube movie reviews now. Oh, God bless God. him. Oh, they actually Stop haven't. They haven't cut, no, I, I still haven't hit my number one. And, yeah, and I'm into talked, it. I love it. We talked about it earlier. Uh, I would say the, my jump to shark moment for WWE was Chris Benoit because... Uh, up until that point, wrestlers were dying off pretty regularly, mid two thousands. Like it was bad, and then Eddie Guerrero died. Like it felt like we were having uh, tribute shows every couple of months, and it was real taxing. And also the the quality of the product was going down. And then when Benoit happened, not only is it a huge tragedy, but the fact that WWE is partly responsible for it with you know the the concussions and the schedule and just the culture uh and then they immediately went into crisis mode and it was just it was all very gross they they very tacky. they held a tribute show for chris benoit before they knew all the details yes and monday night was a tribute show and tuesday night opened with Let's fucking pretend we've never heard the name Chris Benoit before. Exactly. And, you know, I went after that. I believe that was 2007. I went three years without watching wrestling. Yeah, I was out. And it, it I've also really. Gone three years without watching wrestling. <laughs> it really hasn't recovered from that. Like, that is something that kind of hangs over the entire industry and will forever. I used uh, Chris Benoit in an argument with my wife the other day, and I think I won it. Oh uh, yeah, you kind of win any <laughs> argument that you bring up. Chris was it like as an example or as a threat? <laughs> this is this is the Chris Benoit method of winning an argument. <laughs> I uh, 
one of our friends uh, watched Jacks for us uh, for something. I forget what. And she had him with their kid, and her son plays football. And like, okay, we get. Uh, and he's like, oh, he goes so excited. And she's like, she did that thing that people like to do when they bullshit me about football. They brought back like a like a permission slip to sign up for PB football. And I'm like, fucking no, like hard no. I'm like, like this is not a bit. Like we're not we're not fucking doing football. Like she's like, fucking why why not? What's the matter? I go CTE is the matter. Like fucking you don't want him to play football now and end up fucking Chris Benoit his whole family when he turns 40 because of the <laughs> traumatic brain damage he gets after playing fucking football his whole life. And she just shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I'm like, tell her about um, tell her about Junior Seau. Yeah. He he killed himself but shot himself in the chest to make sure that his brain stayed around for them to like do tests on it. Yeah, yeah, we're not fucking playing football. That's that's not happening. Like, you know, Aaron Hernandez. Oh my god. Yeah, but OJ Simpson. <laughs> Aaron Hernandez had nothing to do with CTE. That yeah. was a fucking. He, no, sure. he killed somebody in college. Yeah. You know why? In football, his whole life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he no. was a piece of shit. He, I'm he sure. No. I'm sure he getting killed hit people because he thought he was he was a thug. I'm sure getting in that hit in the head a bunch did not help him. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. We're, we're not fucking doing football, and that's not me being cute. We're just not doing that shit. <laughs> like. And I, I think uh, you fucking got it. <laughs> while we're ripping on WWE, shout out to them. Nice at the Benoit stopped him. That fucking bringing back NWO stopped me. Yeah. Just fucking. They ruined it. That's a solid list, Nice. Well done. Well played. Thank you. Well played. Uh, let's see. Um, got email from Vetter. Right, then, uh, just a quick question for Mahoney. Uh, would E.T. be any better knowing that E.T. was, in fact, a Jedi? <laughs> the proof is out there. <laughs> the proof no, is no. out there. No, I don't like that at all. Why? If E.T. Okay. <laughs> all right. Vetter, are you asking me if I would enjoy the movie E.T. more if it was about a fucking Jedi who got... Found himself stranded on a planet and needed the assistance of a child to get home. <laughs> He's a Jedi. <laughs> He's a Jedi. If, if a Jedi gets stranded on a planet, he has everything he needs to survive because he's a Jedi. So no, that makes ET fifty-five thousand times worse. <laughs> to think that he's a trained Jedi Knight who needs a, a handful of children to ride him in a bicycle basket to safety. <laughs> I hate and that. I hate it so much. It's so funny that Vetter brings that up because of the evidence that he's using is because they show a pod full of fucking ETs in the Senate scene in the Phantom Menace. Yep. Yep. And he does yeah. use the force at some point when he gets all drunk. Something something tells me that in that if ET is a Jedi, they put him in that rocket and sent him to Earth on purpose. Yeah, that was punishment. <laughs> he wasn't here. supposed to make it. Back. Like when the Illuminati shot the Hulk into space. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, good luck, you stupid asshole. <laughs> and all right, Vetter's list in no real order. Uh, number six, the Fonz. He jumped the shark literally and birthed the very phrase. That's in happy days to the bottom of the lake. Uh, number five, Adam and Eve. <laughs> They fell from grace and liked the Fonz, 
gave us another phrase. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, I thought he was about talking about the website. Yeah, I thought he was talking yeah, about the yeah, yeah. I, thought, I was going to say the, the the website that funded the us for years. Ever since they took away ass to ass Catwoman, it's just not been the same. <laughs> they oh, have I Adam and you. they have Adam and Eve ads on Hulu now. No shit. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking go mainstream. Have you seen? Okay, you know the one Adam and Eve, the girls ads. <laughs> Wearing like the trench coat, and she takes yes. it off. Is that the chick from Saturday Night Live with the big mouth, Leslie, Leslie Jones? No, that one's Vanessa Bayer. Let me see what she looks like. I don't, I don't think uh, Vanessa Bayer is doing Adam and Eve commercials. <laughs> Whatever. Man. I love that she's sexier when she has the trench coat on than when she's in that cocktail dress. Hey, fucking! Some women can just wear a trench coat, son. Yeah, the girl in that Adam Eve commercial, short can. Uh, number four. This is oh, this is an old school one. Uh, Older than Adam and Eve? <laughs> not quite that old. Uh, number four. <laughs> Jump the shark. First Testament. Uh, Batman super molecular dust separator uh, from the oh. Batman uh, sixty. Uh, oh, uh, the, the movie sixty-six. The movie, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the fact that Francis had one of these laying around the Batcave was too much for me, even at a young age. Uh, that was the point that proved that the 66 series was too cheesy. And that's hilarious. I feel like that's the moment. <laughs> like, that's, right. Yeah, that's, that's the same cheesy. movie with a literal shark jumping. <laughs> that shark repellent. Yeah. The giant penguin submarine wasn't a turnoff. Uh, no, it was too much. The old cartoon bomb. Yeah, sometimes you just can't get rid of a bomb. Uh, number three, uh, uh, LeBron, LeBron James jumps ship. Uh, Lee knows what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nothing but respect for the kid from Akron playing on his hometown team and doing rather well. Then he took his talents to Miami and turned off most of the NBA community. Fucking, I know, right? Yeah, but he came uh, back. He brought one back to Cleveland, so he he fixed it. Number two, Married with Children's Seven. I do remember this. Uh, one of Peg Bun- Peg's wanker family members shows up and drops a kid on them. With Bud and Kelly oh, being older yeah. now, they decide the Bundys needed another child on the show. Enter Seven and exit many fans. Uh, yeah. Bobcat Goldthwait played Seven's dad. I remember Seven had a very uh, Haley Joel Osment vibe to him. Yeah, he didn't. He went around for long. And I remember the bit where they're like, why did they call him seven? He goes, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven kids. <laughs> call him the seven. Uh, the number one, yeah. Dan Fielding's Phil Foundation. Uh, Night Court was one of my favorite shows as a teen, and Dan was a fantastic, narcissistic, chauvinistic jerk that was a delight to watch. Until his hobo Aaron boy, Phil, passes away, and Dan gets all sentimental and shit. The characters yep. weren't doing too well then. Fucking pulling out Married with Children and Night Court. Goddamn Night Court. Fucking Night Court. Well done. Saw the list. Uh, we got Twitter one? Uh-oh. Hold on. I'm going to send this. This says the Adam and Eve chick is Vanessa Bear. What? Uh, we're actually all out of Twitter except for Mahoney and uh, Mel didn't send in uh, a top six, but he did send in a gif of General Leia flying through space. It huh. huh. says that I got one right off the bat. Well, I'm ready. 
All right. All right. Shout out to the third movie of every early 2000s comic book trilogy. <laughs> and extra yeah. bonus points to Blade because Blade 2 sucked also. So. Blade 2 is rad. Disagree. Disagree. No. Blade 2, trash. Off. No. Yes. Blade 2 yeah. is definitely better than Blade 3. Yeah. I'm yeah. Not, you know what? I'd three. rather watch 3. What? No. no. Oh, no. Crash. 100%. 100%. If I had to pick a Blade movie to watch, it would be 1, 3, 2. Yeah, but wow. 2 had that cool song, Eye Against Eye. I don't remember the songs from Blade 2. Who remembers the songs from Blade 2? He has the soundtrack, probably. I do. <laughs> Most deaf. Most deaf and massive attack. That was the soundtrack that was like uh, the Spawn soundtrack. It was a lot of rock rap mashups. Ma- yeah. Well, no, yeah. Yeah. This is why you had all those fake Columbia House accounts. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I can keep getting Blade soundtracks. <laughs> this is why you remember every soundtrack from the 2000s. <laughs> Uh, All right, next shout-out is the Underworld movies because it's a war between vampires and werewolves and they all suck. <laughs> that topic is far too interesting to have movies that bad. That's completely accurate. All right, number six, uh, C2E2. Aww. Remember when going to cons was you know fun and cool and everybody enjoyed it and it wasn't like an exhausting chore that everybody hated? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, C2E2. Remember when Kerouac was flinging cheese through the lobby? And Junkle was singing on guitars? I think those were the days. Oh, anymore. Oh, those were the days, or was that the Jump the Shark moment? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, number five, the Matrix movies. The first one was great. The second one, pretty good. The third one, terrible. That's a, that's a real terrible. good pick. Uh, number four, swimming. <laughs> you know what? Fuck swimming. Swimming was great when you were a kid, right? Great. Loved it. And then, and now it's just a hassle. No. Like, you gotta get changed. You get all wet. You gotta dry off. You gotta get changed again. Like yeah, Swimming for me at this point in my life is just synonymous with fucking chores. Yeah. Who has time for that? It's, me and you fucking Swimming is a collection of like five things you don't want to do. <laughs> Alright. And now, number three, I knew he was gonna be here, and I thought I could roast him from afar. But then he came on and told us how he's taking some time for himself and he's getting his life in order and he might move out of Indiana. And I said, I was going to originally say Kerouac for number three, but I can't do it anymore because I, I feel like we're on the right track. So uh, I had to call it and change it. So number three, uh, Thundermats. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck you. I'm mad. I'm mad I was ever going to take precedence over Thundermats. <laughs> fuck you, Thundermats. He had that one night. He had that one night. The blue shirt night. Yeah. He was a rock star. He was. That's that was, true. That was, That's true. He was a he rising. That two liter of Coke and uh, some brown whiskey. He was a rising star in the population. Yep. And then what I like his recaps on Facebook about his kids' baseball games. No, thanks. Oh, that sounds awful. <laughs> it is. Kim that... Kardashian, if you're listening, send me a recap <laughs> of Thundermats' kids' card- <laughs> kids' baseball game. Does uh, when he's recapping his kids' baseball games, does he also at mention Guillermo del Toro? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. 
He's getting uh, he's getting private messages from fucking Derek Jeter, and he's like, "Nah, Derek, I know how to recap baseball. Don't worry about it." <laughs> oh, that's a good reference. <laughs> that one was just for me. Thank you, Mahoney. Yeah, that's for you guys. All right, number two, Daredevil Shadowland. Oh yeah, uh, Daredevil was great, excellent, excellent for like a fucking decade, and then Shadowland. I remember it felt like years that we talked about Shadowland in the comic segment. It felt like years reading Shadowland. <laughs> <laughs> it, it took a hot minute to fully recover. It was that was it a was mess. Such a difference. Like a creative team after creative team came through on Daredevil, did amazing work. It was absolutely wonderful for so long. And then Shadowland. Shocking. Uh, and number one, we've already talked about it a thousand times, Dexter. And you know what we haven't talked about that makes Dexter even more uncomfortable? Uh, Dexter and Deb, when they got divorced in real life, like that's when he was like, no, nah, you know what? Uh, Deb's in love with me now <laughs> and uh, wants to fuck me. And it's like, all right, that feels possibly retaliatory <laughs> like, she shits on the script the first time she reads it yeah fuck this guy so there's my list. All, right, all right i want to give a uh um god damn it i forgot it shout out i'll think of it yeah take it? us home k-rock what do you got all right uh so number one i gotta go with the uh the superboy uh prime prime punch oh nice the you know, you, you're in a comic book universe where magic and super science and all of these things exist. If you want to do some shit like bring uh, Jason Todd back to life, there's a hundred ways to tell that story. For Christ's sake, the Lazarus Pit is part of Batman's mythology. But no, Superboy Pr Prime punches the walls of reality and now Jason Todd's alive again. Garbage. Absolute garbage. It's not good. It's not great. Um, I don't know if anybody else here has watched it, but Archer Danger Island. I like that's that's some moments. Yeah, I Here's, kind, of, I kind uh, of fell off on Archer. I don't know if I've watched any of Danger Island. So the best, but it's, it's so okay. what is it? Two or three seasons back, he ends up in a coma, and you do your whole previous season, uh, Hollywood Dream or whatever the hell it was called. Something like that, yeah. Which is supposed to be a dream sequence. Archer in Dreamland. Archer in Dreamland. Dreamland, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's It's supposed to all be a dream sequence. Well, he's in a coma. He's, he's in the coma. So, okay, that's kind of neat. You got to do something different with Archer, and you built, you built in why that would happen. But now you're going to run with that. So your next season is a, a like 50s pulp... Uh, Caribbean adventure. Next season is set in space. Yeah, which I'm super into, actually. It, you know what? Next season looks looks better. And it's you're right. There's definitely some good bits. I like uh, Nazi Cyril. Um, you know, there's some good bits, but you reduce Krieger to the voice of a uh, cockatiel or parrot, whatever the hell tropical bird he was. Uh, he's a, a fucking macaw. macaw. You dummy. <laughs> macaw. Here we go, yeah. 
Um, and just in general, no, sorry, it, it, too, too dumb. But uh, it does have one of my favorite jokes in the history of the show, wherein Pam basically, you know, convinces Archer to say that if the worst were to come to worst, that you know, he 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 could possibly maybe someday, like you know, it's not an impossible thing that they could get married. And so she just laughs on him and roasts him mercilessly. And at one point says, that idea would suck the dick of another bad idea just to get the chance to suck a bigger dick later. <laughs> and it made me fucking laugh. <laughs> because I'm a little 12-year-old boy. And dick jokes are <laughs> That's great. All right. All right. Solid. I'll allow it. Uh, number four is a, a favorite of mine, but it's definitely a jump the sharkish moment. And that's Cable. The, the, the concept of people, like, come on, you you've got main characters who just had a baby, and you don't want to take the time to watch the baby grow up organically over the years. So, future warrior with a clone, and uh, just come on. Again, I love him, but Jesus Christ, what a what a thing. Also, really bad at his job. Like, how many different dystopian futures can you come from, Cable? Yeah, yeah. Cable's entire motivation was to come back in time and stop Apocalypse. And the first time he really faces off apo- against Apocalypse, Apocalypse kicks his ass. You quite so, really had one job, and he fucking sucks at it all the time. Yup. Yup. Uh, brings us to number three. I'm going to disagree with Mary. Nice. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go with Star Trek Discovery. Oh. Because she hasn't watched it. Enterprise yet. was at least a goddamn Star Trek show. <laughs> Is that the new one that's on now? Yeah. Yes. On the you mean C- the one on CBS, the uh, free broadcast station that decided it needed a fucking pay app too? <laughs> yeah. Yup. Uh, first season of Star Trek Discovery is all about how they. Uh, have mushrooms on their ship that allow them to fold space and time and a space tardigrade that is the way they control that system. And so it's Star Trek peyote. Yes. And (laughs) that at least uh, brings them to the mirror mirror universe and gives them some interesting conflict with the mirror mirror universe. Uh, So Okay, cool. It's a series about these uh, uh, Star Trek ship that can jump through. Oh no, wait! Season two is all about time travel, and it's ju- it's just no. It's it's like somebody who never watched any Star Trek anywhere ever was just told, "Hey, we want you to make a show about Star Trek." And Star Trek is about traveling in space and all the weird science things that can happen as a result. It's it might as it's like if you took episodes of Black Mirror and extended them into seasons of a Star Trek show. The Orville is a much better Star Trek show. Oh, Orville's a fantastic Star Trek show. Agreed. Orville Orville is the exact opposite of jumping the shark. Orville Orville put the shark back in the tank. The only thing that's been weird about Orville so far is when... They haven't been sued to fucking Oblivion? Well, they had to (laughs) write 
Elara out of the show because Seth MacFarlane just couldn't keep his fucking dick in his pants and has to go fuck around with his actors and then things go bad and then the character has to leave the show now. And then they just replaced her with basically the same character. Right. Who yes. is the worst? Side ponytail. <laughs> oh, that that's that's bad. I could use uh, about 100% less Clayton, too. Like, Bordis is fine. Oh, oh no. Clayton, Clayton yeah. with his crazy dead eyes is the best. Bordis' husband is just awful. The, that, guy, that guy fucking sucks. What, what the fuck is the alien race? What's the name? The Mocklocks or mo- something like the that. The Mocklins, yeah. The Mocklins are a fucking liability. Nine times out of ten, yeah. when they have a problem on the Orville, it's because the goddamn Mocklins. Yup. Like, <laughs> your whole culture is trash. <laughs> like, your culture sucks. Yeah. yeah, no, it's seriously like if if in season uh, two of Next Gen they had introduced a Ferengi bridge officer. Like just have just have number one walk in, have number one walk into the ready room, swing his leg over the back of a chair, sit down, and be like, "Sir, we're gonna have a bad time here." Uh, J Pop in the chat says, "Interesting enough, the inverse of jumping the shark is called growing the beard in reference to Riker growing a beard in the Next Generation." Oh, I like it. Citation needed. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hey, all right. So I guess we so, can do a top six grow the beards. Yeah. Um so number two is uh early two thousands WWE. <laughs> so for playing this one, I'm kinda of surprised. What's that? A lot of wrestling in this show. A little surprised. Yeah, yeah it looks like wrestling uh, and Dexter not... have ruined all of our lives <laughs> yeah. at I'm some not point. Surprised to get a lot of wrestling on the show about things that suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it right, right on that tail end of the Attitude Era, uh, they they really started to push the envelope. You had the the uh, Mark Henry. And Mae Young, and she gives birth to a fucking rubber hand. You had Billy and Chuck's fake gay wedding. Yeah. Not woke. Not, not woke at all. Not woke in the least. Jessica uh, Triple H fucking a corpse. Yeah. Oh, he did fuck a corpse. That's right. Yeah. In a cane yeah. mask. So... You just you had that big chunk there where I kept watching past that, but it became more of a habit than a hobby. Like up until that point, I was really getting into it. I mean, corporate ministry is one of the best ideas they ever had because first of all, I'm a sucker for a good stable, and they take this idea that seems stupid on the surface. Oh, there's a mystical super being behind everything. And then they give you the swerve of, no, we're talking about just the corporate asshole that runs everything. And like, oh, all right, cool. And man, riding high on that. And then they're like, but you know what other dumb shit we're going to do? All of this. <laughs> and, uh, 
number one, uh, I I went with the more specific yes, President Trump. Uh, but it, you know, America in general, Trump in specific, in particular, I would call Trump the jump the shark moment for America. Like, did we have some bad shit before? Yes, but boy, we did. We did one of the then, dumbest, like, worst know, things we could. What would you say was the moment, though? Was it him announcing his candidacy and then riding down the escalator? <laughs> <laughs> was it him winning? Was it him getting... Was it the, the Republican National Convention? Like, for me, I, a big one is the fact that, like, for most of our lives, like, the Nazis were an abstract concept. <laughs> yeah, just right. something, like, we just knew about from fiction, essentially. <laughs> yeah. They were villains in movies and comic books, and everybody knew they were the villains. Um, as far as the moment, it's definitely not him announcing his candidacy, because fucking, I can announce my candidacy tomorrow. That doesn't much mean anything uh yeah but looking back that moment was a real watershed moment well yeah yeah but uh even he thought it was a joke at that point yeah yeah i think i think the legitimacy of the republicans making him the nominee is is really the jump the shark moment because that's the point where it goes from this nut job is actually running to, oh shit, wait, people think he's going to be a, a legitimate candidate. And they well, all talked... 50% chance of controlling the nukes. <laughs> they all yeah. talked so much shit about him, and then once he was the nominee, they all had to kowtow. Yup. Yeah. Because they have no backbones, no. and they're the worst people. So, that's my list. Fuck Trump. Real uplifting time tonight, guys. This is fun. This is good. I think um, good. One, one more shout out. Uh, fear itself. Oh, yeah. Oh. When we talked about this, I was like, yeah, Jose's going to bring Ooh. up fear itself. <laughs> Fucking fear itself. Trying to talk to homeboy. And all he kept saying was, oh, cool, cool, cool. Uh, uh, homeboy? Goddamn gave him credit on his iron fist. And he's like, no, check out fear itself. Yeah, you no. take that one so personally because he said it to you in your face. Like, he yeah. looked you in the eye and told you fear itself was going to be great. <laughs> Man, I would. I didn't like fear itself, but if I'm going to pick a Marvel crossover, it's going to be Original Sin. Yeah, that shit doesn't even count. Like, <laughs> like at some point I realized, I, don't, I can't even tell you what half those fuckers were even about because they weren't really about anything because they didn't matter. I just know that one had a guy with an eyeball for a head. Oh, you mean the mother? Fury ended up in chains on the moon, and nothing about it made any kind of sense. None of it happened for a reason. None of it was earned. Right. And those uh, eyeball super balls were at Comic Cons for five years after that. Got one on my desk right now. My desk is like a fucking Batman trophy case of Comic Con bullshit. It's got a, it's got a camera in it. <laughs> Always watching. All right. So what are we doing next week? I don't know. I don't think we have one chambered. So we might want to consider things, think think things over, and just figure something out by uh, by by end of the week, so we can get the conversation going. 
Uh, the one that I had that on my list of potentials, and I'm not upset about it. Fucking sauces, you guys. Yeah, I was gonna oh, say with yeah. sauces. Yeah, let's do fucking top six sauces. I'll talk about sauces. <laughs> let's do it right I'm now. Talk about sauces. Jesus. Popcorn. Bites. Top six pretzels. Top six popcorn and pretzels. Kerouac, is popcorn a chip? Ooh, no. Fucking okay. ain't right. It's not. Are pretzels a chip? Pretzel chips are a chip, but pretzels as a whole are a snack. All right. Okay. And they're definitely, but but. In to the... think I had this man on my list. <laughs> <laughs> What's your stance on ketchup being a sauce or not? Ooh, man! I guess technically, I, I would just refer—I would just refer to it as a condiment. But if you were like making a table of sauces and you put ketchup on there, I wouldn't tell you to get it off the table. No, you should. That's fucking preposterous. I'm just saying, if somebody well, wants to put ketchup on, on the their table, but. If yeah. someone wants to put ketchup on their top six, I'm going to let them. I'm not this going to. An eight-year-old. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly it, Lee. It belongs on the sauce table, but if it's on a table with other sauces, why are you touching it? <laughs> okay, Kerouac. Yeah. That's... What about Cheetos? Are Cheetos a chip? No. Oh, Chips are chips. Oh. So, but if you if you include Cheetos as a quote unquote chip, does that change your mind about popcorn and pretzels? See, I, I can it, so I can see. So, it, but I say, get the fuck out of my face! Somebody came up to me, and all right, again, we'll <laughs> use the table analogy. If I went somewhere and there was a table that said chip table, and I saw Cheetos on the table, but no pretzels or popcorn. Yes, I'd be like, why the fuck aren't there pretzels or popcorn? Because we're just opening the door to basically fucking every snack now. Like, chips doesn't mean they come in a goddamn bag. Chips chips is a thing. You I made a you, chip bro. out of a potato. But that's why when we did top six chips, it was like top six chips, quote unquote. Pushing the, pushing the envelope on what it means to be a chip in this goddamn world. Yeah. No. No. Motherfucker said no. wood chips. Because you don't want to yeah, say snacks. Chips. Banana chips. You don't want to say Banana chips. <laughs> Banana chips, plantain chips. Corn chips count, though. Absolutely. Corn chips count. You know, yep. It doesn't have to be made out of a, a potato. No. Uh, you can have uh, any kinds of uh, the, the veggie chips. Yeah. They're good. What, yeah, about, what about pork Ooh, rinds? Ooh. Wow. Okay, now pork rinds, I don't think are technically a chip, but they're the one that I would mo- I would put them closest to the the dividing line. Yeah, but why aren't they a chip? Because they're a piece of something that was chipped off and then fried. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine chips for it felt like seven hours a few weeks ago. Imagine that episode if you didn't. It's a good time. <laughs> So next week, we're going to do it for motherfucking sauces. sauces. And I'm very excited about yeah. it. I'm very excited about it. So email us your sauces. Uh, popcast at Pelton.com. Well, if you want to be a fucking real down-ass bro about it, hit a brother up with a link. I'm just saying. You uh, want to be real nuts, send us a picture of your sauces. Yeah. Let's make sauces. Uh, where'd you buy it? That way, in case you want to buy this shit online, we could. I'm just saying. Because I got, I got a cabinet full of sauces. And, uh, you know, always looking for more. Juggalo John in the k- chat says, according to Wikipedia, ketchup, also known as catsup, 
ketchup, red sauce, and tomato sauce is a sauce used as a condiment. What? Wait, wait a minute. What, what the fucking psychopath? Oh, oh, ketchup, tomato sauce. <laughs> right. No, tomato sauce is its own thing. Like, yeah, I see like, tomato sauce as like out, a... of your, out of your copy and paste because that just threw your whole argument out the window. <laughs> tomato <laughs> sauce is like, like a cookie. Like... Is that just like in Bangladesh where they don't have regular tomato sauce? <laughs> <laughs> what you got about get it get into Bangladesh, you dick? Bangladesh fucking sauces, y'all. Come correct. Email us, popcast at pellandpage.com, or lose the voicemail 616-951-1-POP, and we'll uh, get to it. It'll be fun. Let's uh, talk real quick about comic books and get the fuck out of here. The problem with comic books is the ink comes off on your hands. Every time you turn the page, you have to wash your hands. Now, it's interesting you mention the... Um... Ketchup is a sauce? No. <laughs> the, the Superboy Prime Punch. Because this last episode of Doomsday Clock is kind of wild. So this is the big um, the Watchmen DC crossover thing. And this is all, the entire issue is just Dr. Manhattan, like, hopping back and forth through time. It's like, you know, he's on the moon, you know, he fucking you know, almost kills uh, Silk Spectre or whatever. He fucks off from his Earth. And he lands in ni- on, he lands on an Earth in 1938. And he fucking hears about Superman. He's like, oh, cool. And he goes back to, like, he, he's hanging out with this actor guy in the 50s. And then he goes back to 1938, and, like, Superman's not there. Like, huh, where the fuck does Superman go? This is different. And he, you know, goes and sees his boy, and he goes back to, uh, you know, like, the 70s. Oh, now, now Superman is on the scene. Okay, cool. And he goes back, and he's not there. And he's like, wait, someone is, wait, this universe is fucked up. Like, this universe keeps changing. They keep, the, the timeline of this universe is all fluid and weird, and that's, that's fucking me up in my detached omnisentient brain uh and he coined the term uh that this is not a universe the dc universe is not a universe it's in fact a metaverse and i'm like that's actually kind of clever like it's a dumb Mm. fucking way for dr manhattan to be fucking with the sliding timeline all the various crises and shit like that that was kind of neat it's kind of kind of a cute way to do that i liked it it was all right and man just just gorgeous like I don't care that it's late. This shit's beautiful. It's great. It's gonna it's gonna read really well in trade. I'm just saying it's gonna be good. I remember the last time Kerouac was on and the first issue came out. Long ago. Um What else? Uh, Daredevil, speaking of Daredevil earlier, was quite good. Uh and as in a response to accidentally murdering a guy, Matt Murdoch is like, I probably shouldn't be Daredevil anymore. And so he's not. Um, and it's kind of it's about the world around him uh, as, as responding to a lack of Daredevil. And Fisk is all pissed off. Uh, and he's no longer Matt Murdock, no longer a prosecuting attorney, which, boy, was that an out-of-character move for him. Uh, he's now a parole officer, which I kind of like. He's just trying to keep people from going back to jail again, which is kind of good. I like that. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, when they... You know, brought him back for that relaunch. So yeah, guess what? Now he's a, a, a assistant DA. I'm like, fuck out of here. That doesn't make any sense. That's not a thing he would do. But I, I like parole officer Daredevil. That's kind of a good move. Um, and what else? That's that's about it. Really, kind of worth talking about. I did like oh, uh, Amazing Spider-Man 22, the end of the hunted arc where he fights Craven. Is pretty fucking good. You know, Craven doing his thing, trying to. Get Spider-Man to break while 
all this death and chaos is going on around him and he you know he's like you fucking you were chosen by the gods to be the spider and you're just squandering this awesome power and your gifts are wasted on you you know and then like you know the whole fucking curse his whole the curse of craven is the spider must kill him and he knows he's not going to kill him and he's all pissed off about you know him wasting his gifts and spider-man gives a very rousing monologue and he's like oh shit i think i i fucking get it now all right cool i get it and so he goes he opens up the casket you think oh cool he's gonna do the craven's last hunt thing again whatever and you know the the scenes of him putting on the black costume are intercut with his crazy clone son just beating the shit out of spider-man as he tries to escape and presumably save by a cat but he's actually just beating his father to death while wearing the black suit which is kind of a baller move like overall this is a solid uh solid experiment it was a good run i liked it although i am looking forward to uh the end of nick spencer's run not because it's bad but just because i hope they just quit fucking around and give it to the darsky because that guy should just be writing spider-man forever he's very good at it and uh that's all i got that's all I got we're talking about chips at chips at top six chips he's 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 a he's a number one chip <laughs> Zdarsky. The, the Darsky kids are going places. Who would have guessed? Anything worth talking about, Nice? Uh, two things. Uh, one, uh, Mary and I sat down and watched all seven episodes of Miracle Workers this past week. Uh, for those that don't know, Miracle Wor- Workers is the show with Daniel Radcliffe and Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi plays uh, basically helpless grandpa God. And... Uh, they're gonna God is oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God is gonna blow up the earth in a week. So Daniel Radcliffe and this chick are in the unanswered prayers department and they have to I vaguely remember this. Yeah, they, it actually I watched the first episode, kind of half watched it when we were in New York for Toy Fair because they premiered it after the All Star game and uh just never caught up with it. And it's got the concept definitely has a good place vibe to it. So uh it was on demand. I don't believe it's available anywhere but on demand or the tbs app currently but uh it's a little clunky here and there but once it gets going like episode two or three they start to build this world uh it's fun so if you're kind of into the good place and waiting for that to come back seek this out if you're at all interested and steve buscemi is helpless uncle god is pretty fun all right because he's not like all powerful or omnipresent he's just like he's actually like a deadbeat uh layabout son (laughs) you meet his family at one point and it's pretty wild oh created by simon rich he created man seeking woman i like that show a lot Ah, uh, they do some little like behind the scenes clips after each of the episodes and that dude looks like he straight up sniffs feet yeah (laughs) he really does Huh. I gotta check this out. Yeah, it's, what do you mean it's not streaming anywhere? Get your shit together, TBS. Yeah, uh, and then uh, one last shout out. It's John Michael's birthday today, so hey, shout out happy to John birthday, Michael. John Michael, John Michael your Everyone birthday present. Your birthday present is if you need us to hold an intervention about your Funko Pop addiction, we will because we love you. True, but happy birthday. We got you. We got you. That's great. Yeah, anything we're talking about, uh, Kerouac? Uh, going with the TV angle, because I haven't read a comic book in fucking forever. Uh, 
your your wife. Uh, I agree with her taste in a little show called Dead to Me. She burned through that shit in yeah. like two days. Oh, we no, actually that, that, that show is great. We watched the first two yeah. episodes of that tonight. It, it did not pull me in like I thought it would be. It's a slow burn. It gets you. It, yeah, it's got the the best way I can describe it is it's got a very desperate housewives tone to it. Um. <laughs> Hey, look, back then I had a fiance and or wife, I forget. That's all right. Jose keeps talking about Rizzoli and Isles, so talk about Mr. <laughs> Housewives all you want. But uh, it, it, it's got that same kind of like quirky comedy drama angle where every episode you get a little more to the puzzle. Um, but just, just a cast that really was fantastic. You got uh, Velma from the Scooby-Doo movies. <laughs> Linda Cardellini. You got Cyclops from the original X-Men uh, movies. <laughs> Linda Cardellini. <laughs> <laughs> you got uh, Kelly Bundy going back to uh, uh, Married with Children. They get a little real with her character. You, you Did you finish it? I'm not going to yeah. spoil it, but there was that one. I was like, oh, shit, they're going to play that angle. That's kind of interesting. Oh, there, there's a lot of, like, like they they reference shit that she's gone through in real life, which I think is really impressive. Yeah. Um, no, it's it's fantastic. I, I think it is absolutely fantastic. Really well written. Um and, uh, yeah, that's a blast. I tore through it probably two or three days. Uh, now I'm getting back into Hannah on Amazon Prime, which I also like it. the movie? Yeah. It, it, was, it is. There was a... It's just a whole new take on it. But okay, they've got so a, it's like a two same actors, I think. Uh, but so far, I've, I've loved Hannah, too. Um and I'm I, I'm really just sitting here waiting for um, next season of Altered Carbon. I don't know when that comes out with uh, Anthony Mackie. Yeah, that's good. But I am chomping at the bit to get some more Altered Carbon. Here it's good. Like a sweet deal. Anything, uh, Mahoney? No. Yesterday I saw Godzilla. It was pretty cool. Fell asleep for the last half hour, but I don't blame that on the movie. <laughs> So if, if you see Godzilla, uh, tell me what happens in the last half hour. <laughs> well, a, a Venusaur shows up and completely stops an entire town. Goddamn right. And then Charizard comes out of a volcano. I like fucking great. Was watching it, and a whole bunch of monsters were coming. And then I woke up, and Godzilla had won. And I said, "Oh, all right." <laughs> <laughs> I believe then. I fell asleep during the Grinch cartoon uh, when it came out, uh, watching this the all the shit leading up to the part where he steals Christmas. And I fell asleep for the part where he stole Christmas, and I woke up <laughs> to give him Christmas back. And I'm like, oh shit! Son <laughs> 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 of a bitch. Awesome. Right. Uh, anything, Jose? Uh, eviction notices aren't cool. Oh man, <laughs> that's like oh, one of the worst false alarms you can get. 
Yeah, no shit. And like, I got shit in my hands. I just came home from work. It's been the longest. I have barely slept. I fork and eat a dick, and now I'm evicted. Yeah. And they did a, such a nice thing what? for you when you guys moved in. They they left that sign that said "Welcome, Jose," and no names. Yeah. And then they're I like, I, "I missed the PS at the bottom." <laughs> yeah. Uh, get your shit out in three days. <laughs> I'm glad you settled in, Jose. Uh, I'm not even settled yet, but it, that's going to be cool. That's going to be fun. You going to start opening cool. up, opening up all your old boxes? Well, I, I can't even go get my boxes for another two, three weeks. What? I got no time. I, I jump straight back into work oh, and then I yeah, go to I Vegas for work that. and I'm gone for a week. Jesus. So I'm not I'm not like able to unpack a bunch of shit for like at least another month. No, that that I understand. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm gonna get to you storage. I'm Fucking for you. jump storages. When did they jump the shark? God damn. <laughs> <laughs> You have had a storage unit for, like, the better part of 15 years, it feels like. <laughs> yeah. Well, he needs that, because if he gets rid of it, like, it's really close to home, and what if he gets rid of it and he can't get back into that one? That's right. I, I, I thought the logic was he needs it because he's getting evicted. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Where the fuck is he supposed to put the futon if he gets rid of the storage unit? <laughs> <laughs> to the fucking dump. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, hit us up with your sauces. Uh, fucking big ups to Kerouac for coming up, hanging out. Appreciate you coming by. Yeah. Ten years, yeah. Ago, son of a bitch. Big ups to Kerouac for bringing up Desperate Housewives. We haven't <laughs> talked about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thanks, everybody, who's still on your list today. This is a good one. It was fun. I like uh. This is a good idea to every once in a while pepper in, pepper in uh, some hate, a shoot from the past, <laughs> like a shitty one, some you know, like, haterade, yeah, yeah. Just, just, every once in a while, I get a swig of the haterade. It's good for you. Take take a ride down that hell I hater. It's good. Yeah, we should do one that's just like top six things that people do in public that just fucking grind your gears. Oh God. Oh. <laughs> Like, are you a nana speaking to your grandchild? No, and put the fuck off your FaceTime. Like no, like no human being should do that in public. You fucking weirdos. Top, top six. Fuck you. Public, public arguments. Oh uh, no, those are those are fun. Yeah, I'm in on public arguments. Yeah, no, I, I mean, everyone I was around with just that's like top, top six people watch moments. Yeah. Oh man. The one guy just digging in his ass. Hey, you know what I just found on Instagram? The last 30 minutes of Godzilla. (laughs) And Instagram is the superior social media network. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to I was gonna counter that argument today with look at how many retweets the uh, Pikachu King of the Pokemon trailer has gotten on Twitter. Yet I can't post it on Instagram because the video limit is one minute. Yeah, so. well, you got to clip it into ten different things. No, no, fucking no. no. Somebody, you got to swipe, and then make sure your caption is completely unrelated, or all the kids are going to laugh at you. Somebody did that with one of our videos, and I was incensed. <laughs> one of our Comic Con videos, I was like, "No, this cannot stand." <laughs> Gross. All right, 
So uh, we'll come back next week, talk all about that nonsense, and you know, more nonsense than I had to guess. Uh, it's my uh, my boys' uh, birthday parties this weekend, and the in laws are going to be in town. So I'm sure I'm going to have tales to tell. Oh, that boy's going to strip so Ooh. good. Oh, he's going to strip so hard. Going to be. Although uh, we got we're going to get rained out pretty hardcore. Apparently, there are horrible thunderstorms for the next like six days. So we're going to have to. We had to come up with a plan B pretty quick, so maybe you'll have less reason to take his balls out. So maybe <laughs> we'll be lucky. Uh, although uh, B stands for balls. I was uh, sitting on the couch, uh, and I had my, uh, like you know, my my, my my left ankle on my right knee. I just kind of cross-legged, you know, and he's you know, just wearing his drawers because he hates fucking pants so much. He may be wearing a shirt, probably just his drawers, little boxer briefs. And he runs up and just puts his nuts on my knee, just tea bags on my knee. And he goes, Hey, Dad. I'm like, what? He goes, My pee's on your knee. <laughs> and just, he laughs his ass off and runs away. <laughs> what the fuck did you do that? That's assault, brother. <laughs> yeah. No one is more into their dick than a five year old boy, I've discovered. <laughs> we get a load of that. Uh, this wait, Mahoney. You'll see. <laughs> um, can't wait for him to rub his dick on my knee. It sounds great. Not yeah. my sweet boy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not only does he rub his dick on your knee, <laughs> tells you that he's doing. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna happen on accident. He's like, no, this is a deliberate move. Look what I've done here. It's really, in that moment, really fucked up our power dynamic. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he basically uh, runs the household now. So that night when he was asleep, I put my balls on his chin and took a photo. I'm going to show it to him when he's 13. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait until he's uh, 17 and show it to his prom date. There you go. <laughs> now you got to give it. You got to slide it to him. You got to say. <laughs> My pee's on your chin. <laughs> Giggle and run away. <laughs> like I had no basis for this. I don't remember. Fuck you. <laughs> just remember, soon, I always win. Soon as that first girlfriend comes over, you just bust out the shirt you had made with that picture on the front of it. Oh God! Uh, if you, I, I, you I, really want to scare them, yeah. take the picture and put it into like a huge photo album. <laughs> let them see you put it back. That. I did not have that Google robot. Don't turn me in. That was a big Google <laughs> robot. No, you're listening. Oh, we're not going to get demonetized. We're going to get arrested. <laughs> well, no, we're not putting our balls on children's faces. It's just no. Like... You're all accessory now. You're all accessory. Yeah, I think because we were like a part of it. Yeah, that you you thought it was hilarious, so you're culpable. Is that works? Mm, so yep. what, if, what if I find oh, it? Oh, no, that's how the internet works. I've seen it on Twitter. Is that works? Sorry, I, I, I was never here. You're looking oh, for yeah. Jason Kerouac. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I was just gonna make that. <laughs> the hallucinogens back together. <laughs> <sighs> All right, so email us, popcast at penaltonpage.com. Leave us a voicemail, 616-951-1POP. Uh, yeah, and we'll talk to you guys next week at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central at youtube.com slash pages for Jason Carraway, Jason Nyes. Fuck, I lost it. Jose Guzman <laughs> and our buddy Mahoney. I'm the Lord Reverend Rodriguez. So I'll talk to you guys next week. Good night. Love you. Goodbye.
monetize this, you fucking Google-ass bitch. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.